like Magda and not go home. Yeah, I'd like to bounce around for a while and do some traveling. I don't know why anybody would want to bounce around. You know, if they had their own condo in Nepal, I'd be there in a second. I'd sell it. Yeah? Yeah. Start fresh in a new place. Give up the architect game. Slow things down a bit. Read more books, see more movies. Are you a movie buff? Well, I try to be, but it's tough going out there with all the crap they make today. His friends would say, stop whining. They've had enough of that. His friends would say, stop pining. There's other girls to look at. They've tried to set him up with Tiffany and Indigo. But there's something about Mary that they don't know. Mary, there's just something about Mary. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that can tell if it's the Frank or the Beans. It's best <laughs> film ever. My Don't name's say. Ian. And I'm Liam. I'm Ethan. I'm Megan. And I'm Georgia. Hey! And listen to the end. That was our second go. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That was funny. You will be surprised how much traffic directing goes into just, who, who, who speaks now? <laughs> there we are. Uh, let's go ahead, and we're here to tackle today, Blink and You'll Miss It, episode number 182. Ooh. Hey. There's something about Mary. Anybody catch what I just did there? Yeah, I did. There I did. we are. What's I my did. age again? What's my age again? What's uh, my age again? There we are. Favorite Blink-182 song? Sorry? <laughs> Look at this. We're already off on a tangent. Favorite Blink-182 song? Um, Probably all the small things, only because that was the first one. Like, wh- well, like the B-sides? <laughs> <laughs> the B sides. Well, small things. Don't know. I wouldn't be. You, you, you like the hits. You like you like the ones no one's heard of. No, I'm going to the do small the things. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> no. Oh. I see you trying to be funny here, but that's not what I'm trying <laughs> to be. Try to be funny. <laughs> Say it ain't so. I will not go. No. <laughs> Turn the lights off. Carry me home. Na 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 na. It brings back good memories for me. That song when I came out, that hit big and that hit huge. So that's got a lot of nostalgia and memories towards it for me. So that has, that's why I like that one. I was only discussing this literally half an hour ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah to my girlfriend. We were just talking about old bands. I said, do you remember these? Do you remember these? And I was saying there's how- a, There's a joke about you talking to your girlfriend about all the small things that I'm not <laughs> going to. I'm not. Did she say, say it and so? I will not go. <laughs> Ethan, you're someone who uh, yeah. who kind of occasionally, occasionally positions yourself as a fan of the pop punk movement. What are your thoughts on uh, on Blink One Eighty Two? I like Blink One Eighty Two, but I'm terrible because the only one that I ever properly remember is uh, all the small things. Because I'm I'm uh, I'm a fake fan. Okay, Megs, it's, it's, it's kind of your time frame, it's kind of your time frame. Yeah, which ones did they do? I know all the small things. I fell in love with <laughs> the girl at the rock show, she said what, yeah, and I told her that I didn't. <laughs> 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 what, did we, what did we say last week? They're discreet. discreet. All the discreet things. Discreet things. <laughs> um, I probably do know a few, uh, but they, they weren't a band that I had the album of or anything. I was more Linkin Park. It was damn it, wasn't there? Yeah, I wake up this morning. Yeah, I think so. That didn't, I'm, I'm sure that was a song. Is this coming down? It's all the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I guess this is growing <laughs> up. Uh, Wait, Georgia? Uh, I don't know. Well, I tell you what, we, we listen to a Blink-182 song every week on the, every, every week, every episode, we, we have a thing. We do, yeah. What's my age again? What's my age again? Yeah, I don't yeah. massively like that one. I, uh, me either, but it's the age game. But the question was, what's your favourite? Yeah, I can't do you have answer one? with that. No, I don't, do you have one? No. no. I like the rock show. Rock show's good. Or Feeling This, which is one of their newer ones. That never really ones. hit big, 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 big. Did it not? No, no, no. Rock show had a... Rock show had a great music video with basically they they just recorded themselves saying here's the here's the music so here's the money that the the uh, studio's given us to make a video yeah and they just documented themselves spending it on like just just crap oh I do remember the smash TVs and bought a car and yeah I do remember that fed the homeless and did all sorts of crazy stuff stuff yeah 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 it was great. I remember that. Oh, the only reason I think, when I think of Blink-182, do you say Blink-182 or Blink-182? Blink-182. Yeah, I say Blink-182. Yeah. Um, I think that's the accepted thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, um, when I flew over to America, um, I met a girl over there who, what was her name? Vanessa. And uh, she was from Hawaii. And uh, she actually got to know and meet some of the band back in the day. Mm. And Travis Barker took a bit of a, a liking to her. Did he? And every time she, he would come to her city, he would say, "You know, give us a call." You know, we'll, we'll. and she was, she was like, she was like, he was just just too far for her. I am not going to be the LA girl in your in your book. <laughs> she, was, she was just like, dude, seriously, because he because she was more surf dude. Do you know what I mean? She, but he he was not surf dude at all, was he? Travis Barker, yeah, he don't was more. Well. No, I I mean, know he's he's had a pretty good career post post Blink, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He's just got more and more tattoos, hasn't he? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, episode 182, uh, there's something about Mary. Um, last week, we did Armageddon. We did. Last week, we released a see it or skip it on Indiana Jones 5, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. How does that do? Re- like, as far as our see it or skip it's go, really well. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was kind of like a, like a number I expect to see. And we probably beat yeah, that yeah. by a good 20, 25%. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was really impressed. Yeah. I woke up and saw the numbers and went, this is more like a Tuesday release than it is like a, uh, the ones that do the best. I mean, the, the Media Madness ones are absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, that's just like when we released a Tuesday episode. Like wow. people, are, people are all about that. They um, are fun, though. Outside of that, the real roundtables, but they take a lot of work. Uh, yeah. But then things like, because people, even when the sport are free, you might not be that interested in Indiana Jones. You might not pick it up. You don't have 20 years or something for it to sort of be in people's experience. Hey, have you seen this? Hey, have you seen this? Hey, have you seen this? Yeah. So there's that. The ones that did the, that are on the, on the lower side are things like fun size films. We did fun size films. Which is surprising because I'm trying, to, I'm trying to stall for time. Audience. I'm trying to stall for time because George is eating bread or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to jump to fun-sized films. Yeah, fun-sized films, which it requires people to actually, A, have seen the film. Yeah. Which yeah. seems to be a giant, oh, I don't want to watch an eight-minute YouTube video. Eight minutes. It's eight minutes. We're <laughs> talking eight about minutes. for like 30. <laughs> but yeah, it's hard because there's not that built-in audience. And then I'm trying to think. And then the pilot ones, it just really depends on, have you seen the show? Yeah. So it's, and the really fun ones I wanted to do were ones that weren't picked up or they were crap. But then, like, what's your audience going to be if it's, like, crap? Yeah, true. So it's interesting, but yeah. But I'll tell you what kind of audience we always pull in. And it's anything but crap. 
It's our friends of the podcast, our Patreon supporters. Uh, we're talking about Juline, All right. Hermes, Come on. James DeGuzman, Lena Oberholzer, All right. and Sidian Davies, yeah. Chris Peterson, Hell yeah. uh, Randall, what's your handle, Silva, Dwayne Smith, Dwayne Smith, the Yeatmeister, All right. Reverend Bruce, I hear ya. Nate the Great, Woo. Andy Dixon, All right. Holly Callen, Come on. Cheesy with a fish Come on a bike. bike. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're right. Uh, our our rele- uh, relevant? No, resident curmudgeon Richard. Hey. Uh, the cool cat himself. Ryan Kukets. And Canadian Chris Dykstra. Oh, Ooh. Canada. Ooh. All right, there we are. And if you want to know how you can help keep the lights on at the Studio of Awesomeness and keep that sweet, sweet BFE content coming from the microphone to your ears two times a week, please consider joining the Patreon and help support the pod. You can get in the door for as little as three British pounds. That's less than four U.S. dollars and about five bucks Canadian. Other currencies are available, eh? And what is it, Indian? 541 last time oh, I checked. Oh, man, you're so good at this. I, tr- <laughs> I, always, I always throw to you thinking you go, well, I can't remember. I'm going tr- to try and sh- check something out at another point, but yeah, we'll see that. Uh, the Patreon gifts are going out imminently. Ethan, I hope you saw your email about how I can't log into the stuff you tried to send me. I did not. Yeah, take a look for that, please. Uh, Patreon gifts are going out imminently. We promise we are sorry it's a little bit late. Uh, they will be uh, imminent. There we are. They're so, absolutely. Uh, as soon as we're on this, we're going to record our next Media Madness. That's Films of the MCU. So if you're a Patreon backer and you're just hearing this now, you missed it. But <laughs> uh, one of the things you can do if you join our Patreon is you get to come on uh, audio format and discuss in our Media Madness tournaments with us, regardless of tier. Yep. Um, you help to decide who wins and who loses. And the last time it came down to to a, uh, it was it was a, like a split vote big time. It was one person's vote in the end. It was. But decided the winner. So those are always good fun. Uh, send us ideas as well for what we should cover. I think I know what the next one's going to be, but we shall see. But this one is Films the MCU. You probably will hear that coming out probably around Friday. It might be the week after. Uh, check the social media for information. Um, let's do some reflections. And corrections. Great, we got two, two weeks worth, but I, uh, it's not that much. I tried to really restrain myself on this. So this one, let's start with Raiders, shall we? Because it's the one we did first. Ethan, that was me and you, wasn't it? Yeah. It must be, because here's Nate the Grid's comment. I do really <laughs> enjoy when it's just you and Ethan. I assume that means me. Uh, feels more low-key and more like you're hanging out with the audience and talking about a movie. Great stuff. Wonderful episode. So there we go. Oh, nice. Hey, nice. It's probably a little less. We're probably we're, redundant. We're, no, we're, <laughs> we're just very, okay, bye. Ba- we're just very bouncy when there's more of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's more of a bouncy tone. Whereas with Ethan and I, it was just the two of us. It is, it is more of a conversation. I can feel my energy level drops a bit uh, because it's not, I don't, I don't know. There's less direct in the traffic, I guess. So as a result, it's just, you just have a direct conversation. I'm able to drop back a little not, bit. I'm not hosting as much. Yeah. Actually, some of the biggest thing is I'm not hosting as much, and it's just I'm not monitoring who, who hasn't spoken, who is listening to speak, is anybody else, yada yada yada, whose body language suggests they want to jump in here, whose body language suggests they're getting angry, and I got to pivot. <laughs> <laughs> Megs just shook her fist at me. Well, I thought you were like Qui Gon and Jar Jar Binks on your little adventure. You want Ethan and I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. You can decide who is who. I did send a gif out of uh, Indy shooting the guy with the swords and says, I've never found a gif that better sums up my relationship with Ethan. <laughs> oh, Ethan. <laughs> well, uh, who's shooting who? Yeah. You don't know. Maybe maybe he's shooting. He's not shooting me. Uh, <laughs> um, there we go. Um, I had a thought about Armageddon. Go on. Because we've established that you have to be certain, certain, a certain closeness in order to... Um, to blow it up, right? Yep. Why do you have to blow it up? You mean like what, push you it off course? Yeah. If I just than... send a new, if I just send a missile at it, 
think about how far away it is. If I'm able to modify its trajectory by a fraction of a degree, doesn't it miss Earth? But he was saying... Surely they would have looked at that. That would make no difference, didn't he? He was saying that, you know, by detonating that nuke, no matter how many nukes you sent at it, that weren't going to... No, because they were trying to blow it up. Yeah. We're told the only way to fix it is to blow it up. Oh, okay. Surely if you just moved it off its trajectory, someone who golfs, trust me, you get something a little bit wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting it a whole lot wrong. Could they have moved it without it breaking up into little bits and then destroying more... Well, that was the deal. Was that you? Like that's France. why you had the drill because yeah, anything else, it would just. France. So if you just aim for the left side of it and cause it, now, if it's going to be a direct hit, you can't make it worse. No, true. And then if it does, you've still got. Well, you've got eight, how many days did they spend waiting to train? Because you were told we really well, only I, have eighteen I, I days, think that, that and you can only get it once on the other side of the moon. moon. So the deal is. You had those, like, I don't know. You, you had, sending something up you had there 14 or 16 of those days. You can yeah. throw stuff at it while you're training. Well, it's training them. it's yeah. not as good of a movie, but good point. <laughs> but I'm sitting there going, just knock it off course. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't I mean, have to blow it up. They're right. sending drillers up to save the world instead of their astronauts. So, you know. Yes. Yeah. The only thing is the really debris field. Do everything right. Would, have, would the rocket have hit one of the debris and then. So it was like well, theoretically. Debris. I mean, you can you can throw as much stuff as you want up there. Because I call bullshit that they actually flew through all that debris to get to the rock. Oh, from about, yeah, I would have done that. If that was a it's real a situation, film. the world would have been doomed <laughs> full stop anyway. I will yeah. say this. I've been getting a lot of flack from people. I'm going to call out David from Scriptical and Carlo specifically, who were saying Deep Impact's a better film. <laughs> I've not seen that one. I've never seen Deep Impact. Oh, maybe, maybe we should watch so, that one. <laughs> so I was like... I don't think Deep Impact has the lasting legacy that Armageddon does. I think you, Armageddon's like Armageddon. You remember Armageddon? Will we yeah. cry at the end of Deep Impact? All of that us. That is the question. Yeah. So I put out a poll. And I'm going to give it a week. Mm-hmm. I will say early results are like three to one in favor of Armageddon. Oh, really? So there, there you go. There it might are. be the one people just went and saw. I don't know. But that's the deal. So I'm not voting because I haven't seen both films and I don't vote on the BFE polls. It's, yeah. Um, I have a format. It's called this microphone. So I, I, I accidentally vote on anything the other day. I, it doesn't tell me when you vote on uh, it. I don't know who voted on it because I saw something. Like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was like, oh, did I? Well, not was I don't know. Was if I can technology. <laughs> if I can just ask one more thing, we have to, we do this bit at the end where we come up with a secondary title for the movie. What should this movie have been called? Yeah. How did we not come up with The Rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know Michael Bay used it. it could be The Rock Two. The Rock Two. Shuttle Boogaloo. <laughs> Rock 2 and debris. There we go. <laughs> um, Asteroid field. Ian Davies sent us a lovely picture of an Indiana Jones glass for his morning coffee. Lovely to see that. Uh, oh, nice. Ensign. Um, Carlo talks about Belloc being sober drunk. We're back to Raiders of a Lost Ark. Um, do you remember, Ethan, when he's like falling down drunk and in the next oh, scene yeah. he's like totally yeah. with it? He's fine. He says, isn't there a line where he says his family owns some vineyards or something and that's why he could hold his liquor? Well, yeah, except for he was falling down drunk. That was her whole plan. Get you so drunk yeah. to the point you can't move. Maybe he just sobers up quickly. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like me, he ate a lot of bread in between takes. Yes, bread. Is that right? Yep. He sobers broke bread. Up. I've got double printed stuff, so I'm trying to figure out which, which stuff is the stuff on my uh, notes page here. I've got, I've got oh. stuff on top of stuff. Ooh. I was trying to reuse paper because the first mention to print, I, the ink ran out, but I have backup. I'm a smart smart boy yeah see. i've got backup but i didn't realize there was enough here uh let's do this we got some shout outs nate the great wants to know i didn't know liam was into wrestling why is he going to all in well i'm not really that much into wrestling but i do i grew up in the era when wrestling was huge so a lot of my mates are into it my cousin was into it my one of my best mates who i work with is into it your business partner yeah you're into it 
So I often hear stuff and see stuff anyway. But how cool would that be to actually go along and actually experience it live and for real? That'd be great. 75,000 tickets I've got out there now. Wembley's going to be full. Do you know how many times I've said to people, I'm going to see the wrestling? And I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. Have you ever been to, there's, I'm sure there's a wrestling thing that goes to the Village Hall. Yeah, I have. Have you been to that? I have. Is it yes, any good? Yeah. I've never been to, it was my first ever, it's, it's called an indie show because it's just like a small little independent yeah. promotion. I just can't imagine what And I looked like. around and it was this weird, it feels, it feels low rep, which it is. Mm. And you have to, it's, it's really easy to chant and cheer along and cheer and boo and all that stuff when there's 20,000 people in an arena and yeah. there's rock music and everybody's doing it and everything's loud. When you're at the Village Hall, <laughs> you can hear your voice everywhere. You can and so, always hear your voice. And, <laughs> Especially in the Village Hall. Well, there's that too. And so, and so the first half, I was really quiet going, oh, what do I do here? And the second half, I went, no, no, screw it. I really want to buy into this. I'm going to, if I'm the only guy saying stuff and shouting stuff out, I'll do that. Yeah. So I basically turned into, into panto. Yeah. We should all like, go next time there's one. I'd be up for that. That'd be funny. And I, but I can't help it. Like, I had to cheer for the heels and the heels of the bad guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so everybody else was, some people started the boo, which was fun then, because I got to be the antenna, which, which I love. Yeah. yeah I yeah, love yeah. being, you know, counter to winding up. And I'm, I'm going, come on, champ, you got him. You got yeah. Everyone's booing. He's like breaking all the rules. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> Honor, an honorable man right there. <laughs> and I don't know how he feels about that, because if you're a good villain, you're not really supposed to want people to be cheering for him. No, but, I, but I think he, I think the problem was, I think my stuff was pretty funny. So I think he was like, all right, fair enough. We'll just steer into it. That was good fun. Speaking of villains, yep. just going off a little bit. Um, I saw Oklahoma, the new version. Oh, the, the sexy, sexy, the sexy Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Just because that made me think of you. Sexlahoma. You were, were Judd Fry. Oklahoma. Basically, they've, they've, they've done a revival of Oklahoma on the West End. Right. And it's sexy. Oh, it's oh Rory from Doctor Who's in there. Is it? Yes, he was yeah. curly. Yeah. Wait, Arthur Darville was curly? Arthur Darville, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shut wow. up. But the main reason that I wanted to see it, yeah. It, wow. it's, it's definitely it'll, it'll get some discussions going but it just that made me think of you because you were okay. Judd Fry but they did Judd Fry in a completely different way he was you were very sympathetic towards him there's two ways you can do it and it's yeah. really hard and where we did it in Lynn the thing was they want a classic Oklahoma and I'm you like were, you were very creepy in that thank you because I'm sitting there going if you do classic Oklahoma in 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 I think it's 2019 or 2018 at that point I'm sitting there going like He's completely like he's you know there seems to be some some insinuation of a mental um, deficiency mm-hmm. in Judd Fry. He's being played by Lori. She she she, she goes yeah, out she with him just to not very positive in this one. Oh really? Mm. So she comes up just to uh, try and make Curly jealous. Yeah, yeah. So Judd's just being used. Yeah. And then like the other guy, he is jealous, and he comes in and, and they sing a song about why Judd should kill himself. He tries to manipulate Judd into killing himself. And I'm, like, and I'm like, that's the hero. And I'm the villain. Yeah. And I'm like, how do I rescue this? So I'm like, I have to be an act, because nothing can do in act one. No. Not really. I can act really, really sullen. But I'm like, in act two, I have to be the biggest villain there ever was in every capacity. Nothing likable about me. Because, Just, spo- you got spoilers, when, 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 he, when he loses... And it's severe. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it, I guess, in case anybody hasn't seen Oklahoma yet. But when he, he loses and it's a severe loss, you have to be okay with the fact that Curly wins yeah, and Judd lies. And not by a little bit. You need to be 100% on board. You're not, you're not okay in this one. It's, it's worth a watch. Yeah, it'd be it's really interesting. interesting. Yeah. Sexlahoma. Sexlahoma. 
Mm-hmm. Jordan, mm-hmm. you're shaking your head. Have you seen any? Because it's all over my all my Facebook does is it plays me promos for for yeah, this. Yeah, I know. I have. I have seen it. Oh, it is like. I haven't seen. You've it. experienced it's Oklahoma, hot. but you haven't experienced sexy people doing Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing sexy about Rogers and Hammerstein, though, is there? Let's be honest. I, oh, I, really. Georgia, I don't know, not Georgia, mm. Mex. Um, do they? Do they? Not Rogers and Hammerstein, it, but how? Or? What did it come off as sexy? Um. Oh, okay, not fair enough. Sexy, sexy. They're just a bit more promiscuous, and none of the characters are actually that likable. There's no one that you're thinking, yes, I want you to win the day. Oh, no, I've, there's not. I've said this about If you go back to Oklahoma, yeah, like, yeah, yeah the, the heroes suck. They were, yeah, they, they get, you know, there's a little who's, bit, but it's not too sexy. Who's think. the guy who ends up with uh, Adu Annie? Oh, um. That's the. Um, is it one. Will? No, it's the, the, the one that wanted a quarter at the beginning. Yeah, that is Will, isn't it? Will, is yes. It? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He does um, the Oklahoma he's Hello right. or whatever it is. I think he's all right. That was a bit I've, sexy. I've only, ever, yeah. I've only ever seen it once. Yeah. I'm trying not to name names of people who are, you yeah, know, yeah, it's the one, yeah, it's the one yeah, that yeah. so-and-so did. Yeah, yeah. It's the one with the guy who owns the little corner shop. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, yeah. There yeah. we are. Yeah. Uh, so there we are. So there we are. There's a little, uh, if you're in the, in the UK, why not go check out Sexlahoma? Sexlahoma. <laughs> <laughs> where the wind comes sleeping down the plains. Uh, Dwayne Smith, thank you for all your love. Kev from the podcast that wouldn't die. Thanks for yours as well. Uh, Vern from Cinema Recall. Uh, thanks a lot, buddy. Uh, giving us a little bit of love. Really appreciate that. Uh, Dwayne Smith, though. I need to hit a button for him. I said Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. There's a mistake. Dwayne Smith. So we said after the end of the Armageddon episode, we said other things you should listen to or watch or yada, yada, yada. And we said Independence Day. And then Dwayne, for some reason, lost his absolute mind. (laughs) (laughs) And decided to go, I I beg to disagree, but I don't think you guys have done Independence Day. At which point it's like. Uh, We have. Man, I'll tell you what, the the friends of the podcast were very quick to correct him. <laughs> and the fledgling fandom, very quick to correct him. Russell the Post, he screen capped ah. our episode. If, okay, 182 episodes in. How far back do you think we're talking about for Ooh. Independence Day? 2021, I think. I mean, episode number. I'm thinking oh. about 110. 110? Georgia? 72. You're pretty much bang on. I don't know what it was. It was like 72, 73. Oh, look at that. Wow. Sorry, Ethan. I know I didn't let you play it, but Georgia pretty much just hit it. It was well like, done you. So, yeah. So, uh, there was that. Um, and thanks for the save. And then Hermes basically just piled on. Imagine that. <laughs> and then I guess Russell gave it a re-listen. And he went, Dwayne, you sent in thoughts on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ian read them out loud. <laughs> Uh, come back, Dwayne, come we've back. been around for so long that people are forgetting the content they've contributed to yeah there we are um chat tsunami our friends over at chat tsunami got twenty thousand listens this this uh celebrated twenty thousand listens this past week oh nice you know nice. lifetime listens well done it's a huge milestone congratulations it really is um listen for us coming up on uh, your next favorite movie for best month with a vengeance i still need to get my movie to josh I oh, need to, need to, yeah, need to. Yeah, yeah. You and I need to talk before you go home about yes, that. Yes, we yes. gotta figure something out. And uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, we want to thank that great review that we had. I, I read it back to back weeks. It was by someone called AJ. And I said, they said, hey, is that you? And then we, yeah. And I said, oh, thanks a lot. What, what, what a kind review. And they said, I enjoy having a nice long listen and really getting to know how you feel about the movies and the tangential conversations that come on. We've already had a couple of them. What have we done? We've done Oklahoma. We've done wrestling. We've done Blink 182. Yep. And we're, and we're still early. 
and we're, we're still early. We're, yeah, we're doing well. By us. Uh, yeah, it's only like 10 or 11 pages this week, so here's hoping that it's a quick, it's a quick go through. You say that every week. No, I'll tell you what, Armageddon was 20-something pages. Raiders was 20-something pages. Yeah, so. How many pages was, um, oh, God, was the, 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 fil- the film that took four hours? Benny and June, not that much, yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> Benny and, June, Benny and June was a special episode. I mean, special. I remember it very well. I'm not sure Meg does. <laughs> I'm, saving, I'm saving it for a special day where I, where I have to do something that's going to take like many hours. <laughs> there was one bit where where Meg says, "Do you know what I mean?" And I was like, "Actually, I'm not following right here." Um, <laughs> there was a couple of times where she she'd say things, and you go, "That's great." You haven't answered the question you even asked him. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best conversations. They are the best conversations. I'm hoping in two weeks, if we hit our big our big milestone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping there'll be some celebrating. Oh, fingers, because, eyes, legs. Because I, I don't have to go to work the next day. So. Yeah, it's not holidays at the moment, is it? No, so, it's not holidays no. at the moment. So, yeah. That was Easter holidays. That was Easter holidays. Yeah. Wow. Holidays. Uh, gift of the week. I've got two of them. I'm going to go through them really, really quickly. Uh, gift of the week number one was monkey as chosen by Ethan. Although I had the same monkey. word written down. Contributions from Josh's favorite movie, Chris Peterson, Nate, the great Dwayne Smith, Dwayne Smith, Hermes, Russell, the Posty, Andy Dixon, David from Scriptical, and my sister Kirsty. Uh, bronze medal goes to actually no, that's not Kirsty. Kirsty was number two. I apologize. Uh, so bronze medal goes to Dwayne Smith Dwayne for a Smith. cartoon of Apu. <laughs> that's cool. Silver goes to David from Scriptical, who had Homer waking up from looks like a two-day bender beside a monkey. The monkey's surrounded by banana peels, and Homer's surrounded by chocolate and donuts and things like that. For the first one, do you mean the monkey from Aladdin? Yeah. Oh, Abu. 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 Sorry. Abu. And then my gold medal... The win for Gift of the Week, week one, goes to Chris Peterson for doing Ross, introducing Marcel to the gang, coming oh. through the door on Friends. Boo. I had a feeling it was going to be Marcel. Was that no boo? one likes Marcel. Oh, I hate Marcel. I, I, I constantly say that the show did not need that gimmick. It really didn't. But as far as a visual, very funny. Made me laugh. I hear he was monkeying around too much on set. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it made you laugh. You guys made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not the funny one, but when I put something out there, I love everyone's reaction. If there were many bottles of Prime over there, yes, and you handed me seven, mm-hmm. and then I asked for the last one, would that be Prime Eight? Oh. <laughs> uh, I finally, I finally so tried bad. a Prime last week. They, yeah. they started Ooh. selling Prime in Tesco for like two quid. And went, that's is, a, is it the fizzy ones? A, no, it's no, the still Oh, really? They're in, they're in Tesco yeah. now? Yeah. yeah they're like, like every... Busy Prime now? Yeah, every couple of days, I see like a massive crate. So I was like, okay, I tried the watermelon and strawberry. Went, That's pretty good. Not yeah. worth 15 pounds. I like the... Uh... I like the, the, the ice pop one, the red, white, and blue. Oh, yeah, it's like right, a cherry bakewell. It? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really quite nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Meg's really drank too much of hers without the aid of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did um, mix it? That was a mixer. Oh, no, I had a bit of gin in mine. It was refreshing, a bit, though. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> I like your measures, Meg. Um, gift of the week number two was Drill, as brought to us by Liam. Uh, entries were... Uh, Chris Peterson, Hermes, Andy Dixon, Ian Davies, Nate the Great, Dwayne Smith, Dwayne Smith, 
uh josh and his movie uh, david from scriptical and my sister kirsty uh david from scriptical gotta say don't get your reference buddy uh it's probably not one of those aussie things that i just don't know anything about i do apologize there was so much good stuff here i'm gonna read them out some of them uh here's my short list russell the posty uncle buck oh yeah with the drill oh. yeah brilliant um, hermes here's my thing he pulls one where dwight Schrute has arranged for something's gone wrong and he goes this is not a drill <laughs> i hate to be a stickler mm. he's just said this is not yet a drill, a drill. <laughs> so <I'm>, <laughs> i think your own i think your own gift just disqualified you Ooh. at first blush i went that's a good one yeah. and then i went hang on it literally tells me it doesn't it's not eligible <laughs> literally told me this is not a drill you're such a shit. <laughs> uh, Andy Dixon had an Austin Powers one about underground drills. Ian Davies, what a great one. Star Trek Next Generation, Jean-Luc Picard. Anybody a fan of this stuff? No. The no. Borg, they, they put a drill right up to his eyeball before they make him into one of the robot people. Oh, oh yeah, it's insane. Of course. Dwayne Smith from Forrest Gump. Yes, drill sergeant. <laughs> oh, that's clever. And then uh, my sister did Chandler Bing reading a book, falling asleep in his room. Joey's making a uh, entertainment center on the other side. That's the right. drill comes through the wall and it surprises Chandler. Um, bronze medal goes to I can't believe it's Jean Luc Picard. It's it's really any other week I would have thought that would that would have killed um, literally. Uh, second <laughs> week, second place, and I thought for sure this was going to win. Uncle Buck. Yeah, that's a great one. But first place, Chandler Bing, woken up by a drill. Well done. Back-to-back well friends done, wins this time. Do you have to submit a friends one to win then? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's some friends I, ones. That's what it no, seems These like. are both high quality. You call it out. <laughs> these, I will. No. Maybe I'll submit one next week. Sometimes, <laughs> it's, sometimes it's wrestling. They say Georgia won once. Sometimes <laughs> I won once. <laughs> <laughs> I need to win now. No, I submitted one. It was the best one of the bunch. I'm going, I'm taking the win. <laughs> Right, I'm going to find a friend-related gift. So that's the problem. You got the minute you're like, oh, it's been too many, hasn't it? You got you got to feel it. But they, they, they were they were both the best. Wrestling, friends, wrestling. Sometimes it's just random kids dressed up in costumes. Yeah, you just got to feel the moment. We'll see what 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 Liam gives us for a random word this week. Uh, and why giving us that? You shouldn't do this, but other people should. Why not leave us a review? Apple or Spotify? I hear five stars. It's a nice number. Five is the magic number. You came in pitched higher than that usually. Usually, it's usually lower. Oh, is it? It is. Oh. Uh, can we talk about this for two minutes? Hey, you guys are good. Uh, well, there was a casting for Carrie. We did Carrie on the pod. George made us all watch it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, I did. And mm. then you guys all went to uh, went to uh, try out for, and by you, I mean Megan and Georgia, went to try out for a live uh, musical version thereof. Floor's yours. How'd it go? Well... Is that like well dot 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 like you're setting no, us up, or, did, or no, are you saying I'm it went well? Question. It went well. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's so a very succinct thing. <laughs> you heard it here us. first, folks. All right, we're moving. Guess uh, who George is playing? Uh, Georgia is playing John Travolta's part. Who did you cast her in the, on the, your podcast version? Oh, we cast someone her. right here. Sue. Oh, I think we did cast her as Sue. Oh, she's not Sue. Not, not Sue. Sue. Okay. Are you random girl number four who throws pads? No. In the opening scene. The opening no. scene? No. no. Okay. Are you the principal? 
No. Okay. Are you the third girl on the left as they were exiting the school? No, but it does depend what... <laughs> it's so hard to remember the names <laughs> yeah. of characters, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you, uh, oh. You're going to have to carry us along with us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, we've just I'll had a break. What, this, is, this is like blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. This is. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Georgia. What part did you get? Carrie White. Hey. 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 There we are. So, uh, yeah, you went and did some publicity photos yesterday, yeah? I did. And, the, and you know when you were like, oh, don't tell Liam because you can have a reaction on the pod. I've got something else you can react to. Yep. Holy smoly. <laughs> so I think what we'll do is you've got some is publicity cool. shots. Are you opposed to putting that publicity shot up in the Patreon? No, that's fine. Okay, cool. What is that then? Sell the tickets. Yeah, what, how? Is that concert? No. No. Is that, um. See, what they're reacting to is George is eating her lunch. It's just a bowl full of corn syrup. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a straw and a spoon. It just depends. (laughs) That's one hell of a nosebleed. (laughs) (laughs) If you think back to our episode on Scream, Dwayne Smith, we really did review Scream. Uh, we do talk about how blood is often used for corn syrup. Yeah, it's it is. Golden syrup, chocolate syrup, was and it food tasty? That's it because, was tasty, yeah. Well, that's because in America they don't have so it doesn't golden syrup. It goes no. in your mouth. No, no uh, it, it did go in my mouth yesterday whilst we were doing oh, the pictures. No. And that's okay, though, because that tastes all right, doesn't it? But it did go in my eye, and that stung a little bit. But You've got to have it all pulled over you, haven't you? Yeah, hopefully that'll be a good aim. Holy moly. How many performances? Three. Three, okay. Nice. So you've got to have three dresses then. Usually I like to sit in the front row. I'm not sure if I want to. <laughs> yeah. Because the seats are really Ooh. close. Oh, I can't sit with you. Because why can't I sit with you? Well, I'm in it too. I'm I'm a medium cronish type. <laughs> <laughs> are there seats available up on the stage? Can I just have a seat Can there? Can we sit beside? Yeah. Um, Every school needs a faculty. You're going to have to sit with your hair. I'm, I'm obviously too, too old to be a student. So I'm one of the teachers. Are you You're the teacher? One of the teachers. Well, I'm, I'm the nice teacher who kind of looks out for Carrie a bit, and we get to sing a nice song together. So that's the one that I really Megs and I have been mm. performing together for what, like, twelve years. Can we talk? This is the first time we're doing a duet. That's because you and I have done a couple we've, duets. We've duetted. Yes, we have duetted. Duet. What, what's wrong with where I say duet? I was just enjoying. It. I thought it was a fun word. Duetted. Because we did a. Uh, once in every show. Oh, crikey. What's wrong with that song? We haven't done any duets. That was good. <laughs> no. Have we? We had, we had to do that at, no. like, at like the NOTA Awards before we'd even done the show. Oh, my. Yes, we Remember did, that? didn't we? Yes. I was so nervous. We didn't sing you, did we, Georgia? And our, uh, yeah, we danced together. Who have danced I, I have, I've never done a duet either. with Georgia. No. I don't think I've done a duet with Ethan. I've no. I think we sang during the same song as business. That's but it wasn't not the like, same thing. No, no, no. no. Uh, jo- I did a reprise of like you yeah. sang a line and then I just echoed it. It doesn't yeah, really count as a really duet. Help. I'm sure you and I have done something at some point. Our voices blend well together. I they think. do. Maybe it's that I'm thinking of. <laughs> it was supposed to be a solo, and they went, "Ian, just just turn your mic on and sing in the wings, yeah. <laughs> just in case." Just so everybody's Planet. aware, I'm not a great singer. Planet. <laughs> You, no, you're, you're, you're a good singer. You're, you're a good singer. I also saw Grease last night as well, but I won't keep talking about music. There we go. <laughs> the, uh, um, there's, there's the Burger Palace Boys. They've yes. gone to stripped it back down. Oh, to they've the, gone back to the original. Yeah, the original. Yeah, it was. Oh. I could I could talk about that for five minutes. Did you well, teen angel, male or female? Oh, I had Louise Redknapp. And um, right stunt casting. Mm, yeah, it, it is, wasn't basically. like anything amazing. It was just like, oh, she's singing it. She looks nice. It's all they just good. cameo people. There was an amazing it. male dancer. Well, it doesn't right really matter. He was yeah. getting Narrative so into it. Yeah. Oh, really? His face was so happy. Oh, good. Yeah. My face would have been happy if I was in it as well too. Yeah, I'm sure it would have been. <laughs> but you've done it twice already. 
I have. All right. I've got my notes here of a death of Twitter. I, I don't really have uh, <laughs> too much to talk about as far as that goes. I probably should have led with the whole... Checking in with the morning report. <laughs> Elon Musk continues to lose mind, limits the amount of tweets you can see, unless you've signed up for his blue tick mark. People are getting out of um, out of Twitter uh, faster what? than. I've only just got something, into something it. Else they I got still out don't of. know how to use it. Isn't there something new called Threads it. or something? There is. Uh, I, I think. I don't know that either. So. Threads, threads sucks. I, yeah, it does. It, it's completely disorganized. What's that mean? I think. What what does what, what mean? Threads. Threads is just the name of a new program that's oh, okay. aiming to be. Facebook's created version of Twitter. Okay, it's yeah. not. I tried. Took a look. I, I took. I thought it's just good to get our account ready, which wouldn't matter because we would always have the account because it links to our Instagram. Yada yada yada. Okay. Um, I don't think it's going to be a thing. I think I think Twitter is going to figure itself out. I think Elon's going to realize. Okay, I've ticked people off. It's probably better for my investment. People don't leave. I've not had a rate limit for a while. I only had. Yeah, I lived I had one. the rate limit for, for one. I the, had the one day I happened. I had one, and then I, ch- I I opened it with Bing rather than with not Bing. <laughs> I opened it with Edge rather than with uh, yeah. Chrome, and I could I could go forever. So he's he's trying to figure out the traffic on his servers is very very high, and so what he was doing was he would literally shut it down and say, "Sorry, something went wrong. You can't watch this right now," and that's p- a pain if you want to go on and read stuff on Twitter because that's what you're there for. It's for scrolling. Mm-hmm. Take a look, see who's commented, yada, yada, yada. He wants to limit that. Uh, I don't think it's going anywhere. Why does he want to limit that? He's, he's trying he's to find a way to monetize this. The problem with Twitter is that I don't think you can monetize Twitter. Not really effectively. The only way to monetize Twitter effectively is is, is advertising. Why is he trying to monetize it? Why is he, wh- well, because it's a business. He's not rich enough. Facebook what? makes... He's one of the richest men in the world. Facebook makes makes lots of money. Right? right, But it's all about ad sales. It's not about charging the user. Facebook was on its way out. People were telling me that's old hat and blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I mean, Facebook bought Instagram, so take that for, for, for what you want. Because I still use Facebook. Yeah, our, our generation it, it's, does. It's, whole, it's yeah. its whole company at that point. Like the whole does. The meta, meta brand. Oh, whatever. All, 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 your, yeah. all that generation still uses Instagram like it's their oh, yeah, crack. Yeah. So there so we go. So are we still not on Friends Reunited? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look for us on MySpace coming back hard in 2024. Oh, what was the name of that guy? Who's, who, who's that guy who's my friend with the thumbs up? Well, oh, Tom. Tom. Tom from Tom, MySpace. Tom, yeah. I, bet you, I bet you he listened to the pod. Uh, a, a much more poignant thing um, Alan Arkin died. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, Grandpa from Little Miss Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. so. Um, Such a happy soul. Yeah, and very, very talented. Oh, brilliant. Uh, we saw him in I mean, Little Sunshine, of course, but we covered him when we did the Muppets. Yeah. He was doing the tour. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, and then you guys, Liam, you and I were busy last weekend. That's why we had the, the, the sort of special Tuesday release. We were doing the One Act Festival. We was. We were. Yeah. yeah well, I, I, I was doing the One Act Festival. <laughs> you were the... We was, we were. <laughs> oh. My face went twitchy. Oh, my, my face twitches you. as well. Oh, it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my teacher hat comes Sorry, on. Because I know some people twitch when people correct people, and I'm like, no. No, I yeah. can't help it. No, nah, good, good, good grammar is all day. right. I don't speak very good English. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently. You're correct. There are times where you, you don't speak English as well as, as, uh, as, as, but it's not, it's, it's never about, hopefully it's never about making anybody feel less about themselves. Just going, here, here, here is the correct way for what Well, I think my brain works in different English, ways because I didn't learn to speak till I was 10. So it's, um, 
I'm it, just trying to make up for that time, buddy. That's all I'm doing in life. No, I, yeah, you know me. I, I, I just roll with it. I don't, you know. I, you, I do get words in the wrong place. I do say the fine. wrong words. Yeah. Um, most people around me know I do, and they just take it with a pinch of salt. I make mistakes as well, and I call myself out when, when I, at work especially. Yeah, I go, jeez, yeah, yeah. who let this guy be head of English? <laughs> Did you hear the stuff that just came everyone, out of my mouth? Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what were we talking? Oh yeah, we were at the one I festival. festival right? <laughs> where, where you're not gonna believe us, folks. My job was to pass judgment on things. <laughs> <laughs> and he was asked back the following year. It's, I, I, I got a promotion this year. Yeah, I was expecting it. We walked up on stage and we got we heard, and so the, and so uh, the guy who leads it uh, it was like uh, his introduction goes. It's the same intro he's had for years. But please welcome your uh, festival director, Stephen Disliker. <laughs> <laughs> and up he comes and then he goes i'd like to uh i'd like to introduce the uh the, the rest of the adjudication team we've got deputy director blah 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 and senior adjudicator ian and i'm like senior adjudicator oh. <laughs> what what is that when did i get a promotion with, with no with no pay rise to like you know anything <laughs> bless him though he did uh so that there was that the first year i was guest adjudicator then i was just adjudicator so and then in year three, I become senior. You'll be running this thing. Next year. I have no interest because he is passing on the baton to the woman who's the deputy director. I believe it's to become the new festival director. He'll still MC it, I think. Yeah, but oh, she's cool. going to do the. Don't and, she, and she even asked, like, "Why didn't you get? Why didn't you ask?" She was like, well, "Why didn't you ask Ian?" And I laughed, and he went, "That's why." <laughs> he wouldn't do it. I went, "Damn straight, I wouldn't do it." <laughs> I go to no meetings. I show up for the three days. That's my That's commitment it. for the year. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. it. So what happened, Liam? I mean, you were on the one side of it. Uh, Megs, you've done it. Liam, you've done it several times. Yeah, yeah. I've been. In the, I've never been up there acting in. I've directed in it. And well, you have. You've done the Crucible, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I directed it, but I didn't. I wasn't you in, it. in it. No. Oh yeah. And um, and now I've adjudicated three days, three years in the trot. But basically, you've got fifty minutes to go between. Here's a you open the curtains, empty stage. Yep. The curtains open, and the time starts when we see that 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 between empty stage. twenty-five and fifty minutes, isn't it? it fifty minutes is your absolute cutoff. Yeah, cut off, and yeah. you want at least twenty-five to make it worth people coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if they went under, I don't think we. I mean, you're not going to win if you do well, twenty minutes anyway. No, no, no. But um. And so at the end of 50 minutes, you better be off and that stage needs to, needs to have been cleared. And, and there are times I've voted against people because they went to 51 minutes. I'm like, the remit says you can't win best production if you don't meet the... Oh, I got really into it one year because <laughs> someone was going, it shouldn't matter. I said, then why do we have the rule? Yeah, the What's rules the point? The rules. <laughs> so what happens is they'll do their... Um, you typically we see two, two plays in, a, uh, in an evening. Yeah, two. And then, so if you're the person, and then at the end of it, we bring, everybody comes back out into the, well, they, they remain where they are. And, and the adjudication team comes down and one person's responsible for each of the plays. Mm-hmm. And typically what happens, I get stuck with the second play. Dude, you did and, so and well. what that means is if, you, if, you, if, if, if you're the first one, you've got the entire second play and the interval to write to your thoughts down in like really there. organized manner. If you're me, literally, the curtains open, everybody claps, and we get up and start walking. So I've got like six words written down, and I'm just putting numbers beside each word, and that's my notes. Yeah. That's did, it. You did. I watched you on the fly, and you did well. Yours was my worst of the three. I'll say that. Well, I also didn't think that you should have probably adjudicated knowing I, I, most of the cast. I pitched that I shouldn't. I know. I agree. Yep. And, um, but, you know, you did, you did, you did good. Yeah. Well, thank you. And very Tried. poetic with uh, thinking on the fly with knowing people in the show. Yeah. 
Because it must be hard to adjudicate something. Well, I was like, know. let's wear it. I admit it. I said, uh, sixteen different shows I've done with people shows, on that on yeah. that thing. Not not and that's not double dip it. It's not like if I'd right. agree with you and I'd agree with with uh, another member of the cast that I counted it both times. Because uh, no, I didn't do that. So sixteen distinctly different shows I'd done with at least one person on that stage. That's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. So there was that, and your show was uh, it was it was good. It was good. It made the the, the short list for best overall show. Yep. It was in the top three. Um, didn't win. I did try and bribe, but it didn't work. I'm trying to think. <laughs> what did I think? I think it distinctly finished third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, was one was a show three. called Shakespeare's Dead Dames, which came out of uh, the Angles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which so, I wish I'd have seen. I'm going to 100% drop some honesty here. I had, to, I had to petition for that. Did you? The winds were going somewhere else, and I made a pretty significant stand. Oh, okay. That, no, no, no. Just because something's a comedy doesn't mean that it can't win. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you bring, because one of the plays that came was dealing with some pretty severe topics really? like, yeah. like cancer it and was. like uh, that's what I did see illness and all that stuff. And there was a big push of should, should that win? And I'm like, no, no, just because the content is the serious drama play where people talk quietly and everybody leans in, it has to execute. execute it's, right. it's, well, it still has to be acted. Yeah, 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 it does acted in the same like the, the six people and the other one were all brilliant. Like they're all on it, and there were clear gear. Every every member, it was a lovely story, and they did very very well. If you don't win best overall, it doesn't mean you sucked. It just means you weren't number one. Yeah, and there was just I thought it was a clear distinction. So I made my my, my pitch, and uh, yeah, one I did have one of the previous adjudicators pull me aside afterwards and went, "Well done, the right one won." I said, "Thanks." Oh, good. Because I was like, and it was someone who I wasn't expecting. Because she and I had beef from my first year where I talked. I talked the third member into voting my way and not her way <laughs> because because it was the show that went it was the show that that went uh, over. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. And she was still like, "No, it should still win." On my scorecard, it gets done. I'm like, no, 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 doesn't win. Went too long. Absolutely, I'm just saying. No point in having rules if it's, if that's going to lose. What's the point? Exactly. What's the point of having these rules if you can break them and still win? Exactly. You can win all the acting awards. That's fine, but you can't win best overall show. Nope. No. So we've all had. Busy weeks. Yeah, we have. Busy, busy, busy. Busy bee. Yeah. We'll see if I'm back next year. See if I'm back next year. <laughs> they tried to hit me up. I'm like, you're getting earlier and earlier with your... I'm, I'm not answering anything until we get back from summer break. Nothing at all. All right. The question that I know Georgia asked it's, it's multiple times, why are we doing this? <laughs> um, uh, before Georgia gives her opinion here, I'd like to remind everybody my prediction last week as we went off the air. Mm-hmm. Well, next week we're doing there's something about mary george is going to hate this we'll see how accurate i was later on in the uh, in the review um why are we doing this is 25th anniversary of there's something about mary so it was uh i felt it was interesting to go back and take a look i remember when this was released oh, 25 years that's nuts it is nuts <laughs> jeez or beans. Megan's, Megan's nodding. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, let's do the pitch. I did manage to get Felix around, and here's what he came up with. Oh, he did, did he? A man gets a chance to meet up with his dream girl from high school, even though her date, his date, sorry about that, Ian, stop shaking your fist. <laughs> even though his date with her back in the day was a complete disaster. I will show myself out. <laughs> Oh, wow, I think we're seeing Felix him. again. Oh, no, Felix is fine. He's way too hard on himself. Everybody makes mistakes. We just said Everybody that, right? Everybody makes mistakes. There we I are. Like, I, actually, I feel, I'd like Felix more for it. <laughs> do you? I do. I do. 
He often gives notes to other people. Yeah, he does. It's nice when he can show you. He can show a little bit of humility. He's very hard on himself, bless him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This was co-written and directed by the Farrelly brothers, um, who tend to work, well, occasionally work together. Peter's the more prolific one of the two brothers. They both did Kingpin. Oh, okay. Never seen that. Peter did Dumb and Dumber. I've seen so, oh. Let's look at the level of humor we're talking about here, okay? Dumb and Dumber, mm. Me, Myself, and Irene, Oof. Shallow How. Oh. And then he does Green Book. Oh, my what? God. What? I, I saw Green Book and I went, whoa. whoa. One of those is not like the other. No, Green Book's brilliant. <laughs> Green Book's at the Academy Award winner, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Viggo, Viggo Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen. If I'm not Ma- mistaken. Maharshal Ali. I haven't seen it, but I believe the short form is Viggo Mortensen cures racism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, Driving Miss Daisy. It's, but, uh, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a great little movie. I haven't seen it, but I really would like Shit, to. It's good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's one of those ones I know will probably come across our bow, so I'm probably saving it for, for when the pod gets yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his brother Bobby, not so much, but they did both come up with the Seinfeld episode, The Virgin, for what it's worth. Oh, okay. Also co written by the Farrellies alongside Ed Dector and John J. Strauss. Cinematography by Mark Irwin. Uh, a lot of David Cronenberg collabs, including The Fly. Okay. Oh. Also, the Passenger Fifty Seven. Oh, love that film. Love Passenger Fifty Seven. Um, Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, and then this is really weird. He did a series of sequels where he did did, did the sequel, right. but didn't do the original. That's nuts. So it seems weird that you pick up. And I thought it was a small trend that I started typing them out. Here's the list. Wow. RoboCop Two, <laughs> D Two, The Mighty Ducks, yeah. Fright <laughs> Night Part Two, okay. American Pie Two. Ooh. Big Mama's House 2. Mm. Scary Movie 3. <laughs> Santa Paws 2, The Santa Pops. Oh, God. And the TV movie Ace Ventura Jr., Pet Detective. Oh, so they get progressively worse. Oh, yeah. Like, this guy is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He peaks with the fly, I think. Yeah. And oh, Passion buddy. 57. Yeah. And then music by Jonathan Richman. I found nothing else by him. I don't know if he's one of the ones who was uh, singing this or not. Uh, the first time I saw this, uh, anybody whose first time it was, Georgia? I know it was your first yep. time. Ethan? My first time. All right. Um, Max, you tried to nominate this. Well, you did nominate this, and it lost in a vote. I forget why we were voting, but you pitched it as yours. I Valentine's? can't remember. It was a rom-com. Valentine's. Or Valentine's. Yeah. Oh, was this your Valentine's Day <laughs> I was trying to do something slightly different. That's not that romantic. Um I first watched it, I'm sure I watched it with my mum years ago um, when it came out, and we had a giggle watching it together. Um, I remember really enjoying it. Watching it again, um, you can tell which bits are a little bit dated. How old would you have been? I don't know. 25? 53? It's 25 years ago, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 53. 25. I was not 53. I don't know. I I, I feel like I was a late teenager or something. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was interesting watching it again, obviously. I didn't find it as funny the second time watching it. But whether that's because I knew what was coming up and things aren't as funny when you know they're going to happen. I don't know. That's true. That's true. Uh, Liam, remember yours? Yes, I didn't watch this at the cinema. I watched this on VHS um, around a friend of mine's. And I just remember looking around and everybody was laughing. And I thought, Really? Okay. This is gross. We're we're just totally giving away our, our, our opinions, right? <laughs> yeah. Before we even start. Oh, there's a reason why I've only watched this once. You can't take it too seriously. I will say that before I watched this, it was one of those films. I, I was a serious young man, but there was a level of whatever that I thought that I was. As far as like, we've talked about it with the Goonies and stuff like that, where yeah, maybe yeah. I was a bit of a discerning soul and went, no, this is, this is a bit stupid. 
But you was older when you watched that, though, wasn't you? What, The Goonies? Yeah. I think I, I think my, my cousins watch bits of it, but I avoided it for that reason. I avoided Home Alone. Eventually, I did see Home Alone. I, I way prefer Home Alone 2 to Home Alone 1. But, Me um, too. Yeah, there we are. So, maybe, maybe what's his name? Did the cinematography for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, I remember kind of going, all right, I guess I, I wasn't one that I was clamoring to see. It would have been a rental. And it's probably a rental because someone else wanted to see it. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't have been. Or there was literally nothing else available. Everything else had the red f- sticker if it said rented with the cry face on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rather than the smiley face, which smiley is like face. available to rent. Yeah, they didn't. Because if you remember back in the day with videos, they'd probably, if that was like Armageddon, they'd probably, in a small town that I was in, they'd probably do... I don't know, four or five rentals. Well, yeah, we, we didn't even do that much. In our small town, yeah, we're looking at like one or two copies. Yeah, and but if they were like just mediocre things, you'd get one, maybe two. You know, if they, they had to be box yeah. office to be... The first time I walked into a shop, the first time I walked into a Blockbuster, yeah. I think my look at my face must have been like, what is this? Because it was like 18 copies of what... I, and they were all rented, but it was yeah. like there was 18 copies. I'm like, this is insane. Nuts in it. How does this... How does this work? <laughs> but I think as a result of rentals and DVDs, other types of movies would get made. So what we don't have now is the ability to go ahead, find a video store and go, what's this? That's I'm going to look at this. Yeah. And also you'd ask the person behind the counter. Which sounds know. stupid because streaming, you have infinite options. But I think because of how much choice there is. You just flick through it for half an hour. You just flick through like, for half an hour. But there's no. Yes, so if you take help it. Me. So rather than go, I go to the cinema and here's five choices. Mm. Or here's Netflix and I have 20,000 choices. To go to a video store and go, okay, you have 35 choices. Depending on what genre you want to watch. Mm-hmm. You got 35. And maybe 10 of them are rented. So here's, and you've seen 10 of them before. So now we're down to 15. There was something in that. Would you ever one of the guys who would go to the bargain bin? I would often go back to Blockbuster and take a look at, they'd sell, because they'd sell their stock once they'd been through the initial demand. And I'd look at the ones that were down for considerably cheaper and I'd go, yeah, I'd take a chance. I think I bought Love Actually because of the cast. I think I bought it for like four ninety nine or something like that. Because there was um, a bargain bin that you'd go to that had films that weren't necessarily big hits or they were foreign films or something else. I know how much you love your foreign film. Well, this is where I discovered Jackie Chan. So. <laughs> uh, I, know, I'll say I, for Jackie Chan I probably got that. more stuff out of bargain bins in record stores okay. than bargain bins in video stores. Yeah. Because I you found some great problem? stuff on for a couple of dollars. Sorry, Ethan, you were saying something. You know, the other problem we have now with streaming and like finding films is... Uh, Places just like to delete them now. If they're originals, Disney Plus have deleted like 40 films and shows they've made, which just aren't available anywhere. HBO Max are deleting shows that there was a film that came out maybe three weeks ago that Disney Plus have already removed from Disney Plus, And now the only way you can see them is piracy. I can't watch Willow anymore. And Willow was great. Wait, it's, the, the original so, or, or the No, or the, 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 the new series that came out last year. You're the year. only person Sorry. I've heard of who said Willow is good. Oh, my God. Do you know what? I didn't I, like the original, honestly, but I went, I'll give it a shot. I watched it, and I felt nostalgic for it. Um, I'd like to have seen Val Kilmer turn up, but for obvious reasons, you can't. Um, but I felt like um, Warwick Davis was not re- – he was the weakest link in that whole thing. Mm. He wasn't on par at all. He, wasn't, he didn't seem like he was there. He doesn't really, really need to do it. No. He's not okay for himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Warwick Davis. I think yeah. he's great. I, but I felt like he was 
just saying lines rather than just actually acting his lines. The the it's, like it's the main cool. cast it, it is is great. Like they're really fun. I'd like to see them in more projects. Which is funny because we both disliked. Uh, you called her was it Pippi Longstock, Erin Kellerman in Falcon the Winter Soldier. She's a much better actor in this. Cool. I totally forgot about that character. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and do our context corner. It doesn't take very long. Uh, after the financial losses suffered from Kingspin, the Farrelly brothers thought their next film would probably be their last. So they decided <laughs> to go all out and deliver the most hysterically black comedy they could dream up. That's it. That's our context. That's funny. <laughs> Deep dive. We get 20th Century Fox. We get opening credits. And I ask a question. What do you call it when your non-diegetic intro song becomes diegetic and that you can see them? But then you're like, no, no, it's not diegetic. Because I don't see an organ in that tree, and there's clearly an organ, and like he's strumming where he should be picking. And if you, at one point, he like wipes his hands, and the guitar keeps going. Yeah, if you actually watch him when he sings as well, he's so out of sync because obviously they've recorded this and then put it over the top of 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 it. And like, rather than hide away mean, from it, they're just sort of leaning into yeah, it. I yeah, quite maybe. like them. They're like minstrels or a Greek chorus. Or there's something. a thought, Georgia. Uh, Ethan, please feel free to jump in. What were your thoughts on? the minstrel soundtrack that went throughout the film hated it i was confused and then i went okay my my you know what i love the things that i say in regards just fuck it sure let's go i think this is the the thing yeah i i quite enjoyed that i think this is the late 90s (laughs) and they're going what are people going to expect i think this whole movie's full of what are you expecting Mm -hmm. okay we're we're gonna pivot and the whole story does just follow the like storyline you expect it to Right, because if you do it with everything else, then you can you can do a success. Well, to, be, to be fair, I give Megs a hard time for jumping ahead. I think this is a record. I think George just jumped ahead to the end of the movie <laughs> as I'm literally talking about the introductory I thought, song. I really <laughs> He's already given I her really rating. Really good for the first hour of this recording at not saying anything. That's true. I will say that when the film was on, you lasted about fifteen, twenty. Well, it was about thirty minutes, and then you switched off. I didn't switch off. I watched it. I might have said at one point, can I nap instead? I didn't. I did watch it. Oh, I would have napped. <laughs> <laughs> we all know I would. <laughs> I'm awake. You wouldn't ask. You'd just be doing it. <laughs> did I tell you I went to Asteroid City and my colleague had to wake me up and like elbow me and stuff? <laughs> oh, no. I finally had to go with if I eat popcorn. I've never fallen asleep eating oh, before. So if funny. I eat popcorn, I'll be able to stay awake for this movie. You done well. Indy, no problems. Yeah. I don't have any problems with Indy. I think I, I think, still want to see Asteroids. Okay. Yeah, you probably can. I mean, I think it's playing in Wisbeach. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, so then uh, we pan down to, um, we meet Ted Stroman, played by Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, not necessarily the first choice. The studio wasn't very happy when Ben Stiller's name got brought up because he wasn't a big name. How, what had he done by this point, do you think? <sighs> not, not, what, did he dodge pull? No, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Well, no, I think Dodgeball's after this. Is it? Yeah. And Zoolander was so after this. Oh, much, yeah. So, other, so John Stewart was up sort of for it. He's John Stewart. <sighs> Wait, the, the heart, the, uh, yeah, like, the, John Stewart was an actor and he was on oh, Saturday Night what? Live before he did that. Like, John Stewart's in, in, um, have you ever seen, you've seen Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yep. He plays Prince John. Who's got the mole that keeps moving around? I have a mole. It's John Stewart. <laughs> That's a funny film. I love John Stewart. John Stewart's like, oh, what's the guy's name from Scrubs? Oh, Zach Braff. Yeah, or? he's like Zach Braff, a generation before. Yeah, that's John Stewart. John Stewart's very funny. 
Mm. Um, a kind of quirkier. I don't know how to describe Ben Stiller, if I'm being honest with you. Ben Stiller isn't funny. Um, a bit neurotic, but not like Woody Allen neurotic. So, as a result um, of not having that, the the uh, not, the studio not loving Ben Stiller, uh, because he wasn't really known, the Faraday Brothers went, fine, I guess we'll we'll cast Owen Wilson. We like Owen Wilson. Let's, oh, let's do Owen Wilson instead. Wilson. Why wow. can I cast him? It wouldn't work. Oh. It wouldn't work with her. They're too much the same person. Do you think he's too charismatic? They're too much bright and shiny. You oh. need someone who's yeah, got more he, of a... He, works he needs to have a negative, a depressed sort of energy to him. Side to him, if yeah. you know what I mean. He's, he's not he's a traditional... He's too goody-goody. Yeah. Yeah. He's way too optimistic. He is optimistic. Like, he'd go, he'd go wow. It's been so long since I've seen him. She'd be like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be it. Movie over. Uh, if Owen who, Wilson came up to me and yeah, went, yeah, it's so much hot fall for him too. Um, Love Owen Wilson. So the studio, when they heard that, they went, wait, Owen Wilson? They went, yeah. They went, no, no, you can cast Ben Stiller. Oh, And that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Because that was even more of a pushback than the other ones. They were okay with that. I suppose it's like the opposite negatives, isn't it? Whatever they call it. Um, Because she's the long blonde haired. He's the dark short haired. So on screen, they look where Ben... Not Ben. Um, Owen Wilson. Wilson would have been. Yeah, think about Wedding Crashers. They put him opposite Reggie McAdams, who's got long brunette hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we get a voiceover and a flashback. We're in Cumberland, Rhode Island. I don't know if they make sausages there. Uh, he's in love with some. He's like, that's when I fell in love. And we see him asking some girl to the prom, and she's not even like looking at him as he's asking her. And like he gives up and pivots to like. So how do you think that chemistry test went? She went. No, no, I heard what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm waiting for the guy to ask me out. But if that doesn't work, I guess. And he's like, wait, what just happened? She went, I, I, I've made it perfectly clear. If nothing else works out, maybe. And he's like, all I'll right, hold I'll hold that. you to that. Uh, they're trying to make him the lovable loser. I think not all situations where he ends up on the losing side are made equal there's ways to do a lovable loser and there's ways where you're just like how far how far is too far far is the question i'm asking yeah and that was a bit too far i think that was too far yeah i agree because straight away he walked away and went okay yeah great 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 yeah i'll wait by the phone or something like that you go okay at least he's got a bit more about him self-respect does that oh yeah Yeah. he's lost me already that's the thing it's like give me something yeah even if this is the red herring that's mm-hmm. all it is. Yeah. Um, and so then we meet Mary, played by Cameron Diaz. Who I don't know if you noticed, top billing in the film. Yep, I did notice. Uh, director Peter Farrelly said in an interview he'd offered Courtney Cox the role of Mary. Ooh. Now, you do Courtney Cox opposite of Wilson. Wilson. I will absolutely go oh, see that. Oh, me too. I also think it's a much better... <laughs> yeah, so That's it's a, better a much better film. movie. That's a much better That's film. That's an interesting oh, record. Let's own it. I'll own this. It's quite clear. I've made no secrets to the fact I don't like Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz is your favorite. And Cameron Diaz is terrible. I don't like Ben Stiller. The only good thing he's done is Night at the Museum because he yes. doesn't get to be himself in that. I agree. I thought Cameron like Diaz Zuma? was all right in no. this. Cameron Diaz is okay in this. I thought she was very charming. She Cameron, comes across very sort of and nice. Here's, and oh, character. hang on. She, she works double, the character. I'm going to double back on myself. I'd love to see the, 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 the Owen Wilson. Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox film yeah this becomes the hit that it is because cameron diaz isn't a star yet mm. she's big she's on the mask she's not this. huge she's in the mask right she but she's not huge this mm. is her coming out party courtney cox she's already she's done friends for four years she's already, yeah. it just becomes a film with the girl from friends i don't know though mm. because i'd seen courtney cox in 
um, Masters Universe by that point. I'd seen her in Cocoon. Um, I'd seen her in like certain different other movies. But she's she needs to be Friends. the singular person on the poster. Yeah, you know what I mean. But she yeah, she's yeah. never been the the leading person in any of these movies. No, that's true. She's been third or fourth or fifth option. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And then if she does. It's just none of the friends. It took Aniston forever. Even Aniston's first ones weren't very well. Yeah, yeah, well received. Yeah. So like, I think I think this has to be because this is. I mean, Mary is just someone's idea. It's the Farrelly's ideal. Like, she's who's also, a girl who's so awesome that everybody has to fall in love with her? She was also you, in um, um, Ace Ventura, kind of so they knew that she had the comic chops for stuff. I, I haven't seen Ace Ventura. Is she in it? Is she, yeah, in it? Is she funny in it, or is she just around there while Jim Carrey's she plays being funny? The straight one, obviously. She, yeah, she's reacting to yeah, what yeah, he does yeah, yeah. and tells us to laugh. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. There we are, see? One thing I will ask when we get to it, because it's near the end. Not me. It's I've just not thought me. Right. Not me. Meg's you're 100% right. Hey, I, I, I didn't jump. I just said, just remind me. You're warning me you're going to jump. I won't. I go. almost jumped. I almost there jumped. There um, Everybody talks about Mary and her boyfriend, Woogie, and um, Ted. Ted's like, I don't know what's going on here. And then someone comes by looking for his baseball, and we meet Warren, played by W. Earl Brown. Uh, I said before going back and rewatching it, I just remembered bits of it and went, you couldn't do this part today. Not today. I think this actor does actually a fine job of being respectful. I was really, with everything else being so irreverent and you could argue bordered on disrespectful to her. I mean, we'll talk lots of time to talk about those. I thought this was all right. It's yeah. more other people being disrespectful to his character, isn't it? And you can and, and that's have somebody because they're shown to be to be to be villains. Yeah. But as far as the actor and how he presented this, I thought he was all right. Yeah. yeah no, I, I thought this was I very agree. very impressive. And like the ears and the ear defender. Yeah. yeah, I thought this was. I, I know people. In yeah, yeah, I thought this was struggle with sound ahead of its time. And, yeah. Yep. Ahead of its time. Yep. I, I agree. Um. Originally, sir. Go ahead. I had like a whiplash because I saw him. Like, oh no, no, they're yeah. not going to pull this, and they had like. The, the scene that I'm sure you're about to explain with the the ball being yep. mistranslated to Winnie. Oh, shit. No, no, don't have this be the film. And then I was pleasantly yep. surprised. Well, he is the plot device, isn't he? Yeah. That Large parts of, of it, yeah. With mm. obviously the relationships and things. So. I Now, the person who they wanted originally, I don't think you get this sort of a portrayal. Okay. Chris Farley. Yeah. No. Oh, no, no. Because he would, uh, he's, he's, he's so much, I've got to get the laugh. Yeah. That wouldn't have been right. No, he, he wouldn't know. Far. And Warren's on the periphery. Warren's never the joke himself. Yeah. Warren's setting up the joke. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I love Chris Farley, so but the, no. Yeah. Um, but apparently he was in such a rapid decline due to his drug addictions. They, he, he was forced to turn down the role. Good. And he died in the middle of the film's production, oh, so it wouldn't work sad. out. Um, all Ted's friends are like 30. This is so stupid. Like, <laughs> oh, I know, oh, I love it. I know you're supposed to suspend your disbelief because obviously it's Ben Stiller and he's got to do the rest of the He's going to age up later in the film. But yeah. oh my God, at least put people around him that help him look younger, not make them all look like oh, they're sat shoot in the from, middle of a like, Shoot them from a bit office. of a distance. And the you get close up, it's like, yeah, the you the They look hair. like late 30s, yeah. don't they? These four look so old. Is he? Yeah. They're not in it for very long, though, and then this they other guy, a backwards baseball cap. this other guy sees Warren because Warren wants to, he's looking for his baseball. And this guy comes up and says, Hey, you don't want to say baseball. That girl's got it, but she calls it something else. And she tells him to ask for 
um, have you seen my wiener? That's the word to replace. So he goes up to this couple and says to the girl, have you seen my wiener? Now, he's saying something that is rude, but the delivery, and again, all the credits of the actor here, W. Roll Brown, he says it in a way that clearly demonstrates He's not going. He's he's asking for his baseball. Is is, is what he's doing. It's a very impressive portrayal. This it is. is very very well it done. Is. And the actor in question, uh, who's who's playing the episode guy, he goes. I mean, he's doing what he's been told to do. But the character goes way too. You know, goes. Hey, you want to fight? I said, I'm going to fight top, you. I'm going to fight yeah. you. And I'm like, and I was he like, would, fight, fight, fight. I'm like, I remember. It's not a fight. I remember being a teenager around this time. Yeah. Ninety eight. I was eighteen. Eighteen. Right. So I've been the same age as this guy. Trying to beat him up. I imagine is supposed yeah. to be. And at no point would I think of someone who was uh, who had a disability like this. Would you be like, "Yeah, fight"? Yeah, it's equal. No, you'd be no. like, "Dude, you're you're, you're, not, you're going to happening. you're going to beat up someone who's got a disability like this is. You have nothing to gain by this. Nothing at all. And no one's going like, "Yeah, you're the man." No, if anything, but Ted gets to even be the that, hero in a second, doesn't he? So, so. Well, he's not really too <laughs> great because he tries to go and he goes, "Hey, it's not right," and he gets pushed to the ground pretty quickly. And then Mary shows up, and that's enough to go. Okay, we shouldn't do it, but you better watch your brother because I've never met him before. But it's—I mean, the guys weren't earmuffs. Clear. The guys weren't earmuffs. It's yeah. clear. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep, I agree. So uh, there's that. I do believe I read somewhere that uh, W. Earl Brown discovered that once he figured out how Warren walked, the rest of the character came pretty easily together. Um. So Ted jumps in, and we find out that uh, Mary knows his name. So um, that was a surprise to him. It doesn't matter how. Just he, she does. It's all good. <sighs> See, the idea, Mary's an idea. Yeah. Mary's an idea. She's an idea through the whole thing. Who's the coolest chick you could imagine? They've come up with it. It's like the boys, it is a very much a boys version when this you're is, like 18, what the coolest girl would this be. This is the first manic oh, pixie likes, dream girl that I encountered baseball, in film. She likes baseball and she likes this and Dolph. she wants to eat hot dogs. She's not, she's not Zoe Deschanel, but she is like, what's every guy's? And, and she'll never wear a bra. Yep. She's visibly feminine, but not stereotypically feminine kind of thing. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's hot, it. but she doesn't know she's hot. You know Did what I mean? Anybody else noticed that Cameron Diaz had a really big neck? No. <sighs> um, we then weird to me. Uh, we dissolve to their walking. Mary is a fan of Steve Young. Remember that name for later. Um, Steve Young was the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, for what it's worth. Um, and then Warren wants a piggyback ride, and that so I've just answered my question. Okay. <laughs> and so Warren then jumps on. Uh, it gets gets uh, Ted to jump on his back. Now, it would have been good if Mary had said, by the way, he's going to expect one in return yeah, if you yeah, do yeah. this. <laughs> but instead, she's like, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a you know nice exaggerated folio of his back throwing out when uh, the noise when he lifts that up. Oh, because oh. he's too heavy. I didn't have the notes. I based this off an old template. We didn't do weight game, weight game. Let's all play the weight game this week. No, we didn't. We didn't. Down three and a half more pounds. So oh, there we are. Hey. Well done, you. So, yeah, I'm down 13. Yeah, it's all right. The person weighed me in went, oh, you're so close to us. Like, she was upset. Like, when I was upset, I was like, oh, yeah, next week. It's all right. It's, wow. It's about the process. You trust in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's working. Not, nothing else to say. I feel like I've gained. I did at one point have a theory that there's only a, a finite number of pounds in the universe and that if you lose it, someone close to you is going to gain it. I think I have. I, really, I, I hope not. I really do believe that. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be you necessarily. No, I hope not. 
I do have I do have quite quite a few to shed. So it would be. Can you distribute <laughs> it against the rest I'll of them? We can just like equally do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try and distribute easily. it at work. I'll try and do it. There. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so there we are. Uh, she asks Ted out to the prom, and he's trying to do that bit where he's shielding himself. What you mean, like a group of friends? And she goes, "No." Oh, you mean just like as as friends? And she goes, "No." Let's I thought it was nice date. that she asked him. It was nice because he. There's no way he would think he would have a shot to no. ask him. On the and he even out. looked in. Well, why did he do it to the other girl then? If he thought he, even that he put himself out there with her, and she, he even carried on doing. She's it. not a she's Mary. Cle- is she? She's clearly a step down from Mary. She's gettable. He thinks. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um. <laughs> So she asked about the prom, and he goes, the voiceover goes, from that moment on, the guys at my school looked me in a totally different light. Smash cut to, you're a fucking liar. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we find out that Woogie and Mary have broken up because Woogie was getting weird. We've never met Woogie. He goes from, she's from from where she used to live. And we cut to prom night, and I've gotten my notes. If this ends with Mary or Ted covered in blood, it's time to end this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And we meet Mary's parents. The mom is played by Marky Post, but the stepdad is played by... Keith David. Keith David again. I love that man. It's not too often we get back-to-backs here on the BFE, but back-to-backs. He's got four on the pod now. That puts him in the top 33 actors. So Keith David, this Armageddon. Yep, they live. Yep. Oh, was one more. We talked about it last week. Yeah, so we did. It's not a huge. Yeah. Oh, was one more. Oh, oh, it's animated. Coraline. Coraline. Yeah, he was the cat. Oh yeah. 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 So um, we meet them. Marky Post for the record. The mom used to be on a sitcom called Night Court. I loved that show. Oh, she looked for me. She looked like a bit like Liv Newton John in some. I can see that. Some spe- uh, Mary's stepdad is based on the Farrelly brothers' father, who would always pull pranks on their sister's dates. Because he comes in and he's like, "He's funny." She's already gone to the prom, man, with Woogie. Oh. And then it's clear dad likes Woogie because when he's like, "Oh, Woogie had a sense of humor." Woogie, <laughs> Woogie would have liked that joke. Um, have you ever been with someone who kept comparing you to their previous boyfriend or something like that? Yeah. Uh, not to my face. <laughs> my, fr- my, my first ever relationship was very much like, oh, well, well, so and so did this, and so and so did that, and I was like, this, this, okay, I'm not them. I've had it right. where my mum compared my next relationship to my previous relationship, and was like, if you think this is the next level of your life, and I was like, okay, this has taught me a lesson. I'm not talking about my personal life anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then my mum will be like, why don't you talk about here? I'm like, nope, nope. We now have an understanding. We're not doing that. Yep. Because there's too much involvement. <laughs> uh, I have been the other side of it, though. Yeah, yeah. I've been the other side. Where someone's like, uh, where you get the idea of it. Yeah. Parent did not think you were as good as the previous person who was there. And I was like, cool. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's never good. Next. Um, I don't think they've been comparing me. In, like to my face, but I don't never said it. No, I don't never said it to me to my face. No, no, but where I felt like that the exes might have been brought up quite often, um, and that you can just sense there's a bit of something going on, if that makes any sense, yep. in their head. But yeah, in the shadow. All right. Um, where are we at here? 
Uh, Mary comes down and she looks great. She looks great. The cut that they look great is like his his suit looks terrible, but it's supposed to look terrible. It's a, it's a prom suit in the eighties. I will say I do love a lot of her outfits in this movie. Okay, um, I'm just trying to point out a plus. And then and she then, has very blue eyes. The and then matches well. And then be, uh, be, uh, Ted, I keep on calling Ben. Ted's trying to be a uh, a sweetheart, and he goes to him, "Hey, I think I found your baseball. Look, it's right here behind your ear." And then Warren freaks out. And Keith David goes, okay, here's what I'm getting paid for. This is my scene now. Yeah. He goes, what are you doing? And he's totally unreasonable. I brought him a baseball. What baseball? I said, a baseball's not a small thing. Like, you certainly would have seen, seen it, it, like his yeah. hand cupping. Yeah. Um, and and he, he goes, where's the baseball? And, he can't, and you feel for, for Ted because the baseball's disappeared. Yeah. And I'm like, this would happen to me. This would be my story. And he goes ahead and he goes, where's the baseball? Where's the baseball? And then he goes, are you yelling at me in my own house? <laughs> and he's trying he so he hard. Him. And um, so Ted decides he's going to get over the tension by taking, uh, taking a leak. And this house is the most strangely constructed. I was thinking it is. That's why I hate it. Because I thought it was, an, I forgot yeah. this part of the movie, so I thought he was, was going to spy on a neighbor, neighbor in a minute. Yeah. yeah. And so he's looking out, and he sees these two turtle doves, I guess, opposite. side by side. And you're like, why do birds suddenly appear? And it, it's it's all like shallow depth of fields, you know, versus something in the background, but you don't know what it is. And then he kind of, you know, he's, he's smiling as he's not watching where he's urinating, which is a bit of a rookie mistake because mm-hmm. you can end up with like a bit of a mess to clean up if you're not careful. Like uh-huh. you need to be really sure that you're not, as you move your head to, like, you know, we say like, if you look to the left, you like steer to the left when you drive. <laughs> it does that happen? Same logic, same okay. logic. And so... um and so he's looking up, and then the birds take off, and then he's looking up with a sweetheart, like, dopey grin, but now it's Mary getting changed. She's wearing, like, a nude-colored bra on, and, um, and, and her mom, and they all think that he's, he's smiling. And so the natural assumption is, oh, he must be masturbating in the, in, in the toilet, which <laughs> is a bit of a stretch, I think. It is a bit of a stretch, mm. and not only that, right? How many times did we have to see Cameron Diaz half-naked through a window? Why would you stand near this window all the time? Sorry, I've got work requests coming in here. Um, yeah. If she's being spotted now, why carry on through the whole movie standing in a window getting changed? Because at some point you do see a bit of a boob. pervs, obviously, in this film. Well, it's, it's, the question is, like, from a character-based perspective, sure, but a lot of that, we're, we're also seeing it too. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're playing for a young male. This film is not aimed at a female demographic. You think? <laughs> not at all. So, um, so then he goes and he zip because because his you know the, the assumptions that he's something pervy. He's really quick to want to zip up, but he does it too quickly. And he, we do that bit where you 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 know he zips, and then we cut to a extreme long shot of the house, and you hear a scream to suggest, oh, something's gone really wrong there. So obviously, I don't have man bits. So is this actually possible to happen? Can you no. actually get would, it? it would, I'm not The way the zip went all the way up, you can't do that. That would have had to have gone through things and I'm, cut them off. I'm gonna. Yeah, mm, you have to pinch it. Can, can, there's a, there's the yeah, actual zip piece that goes. Oh, okay, up yeah. and down. That is only so big. I've, I've got, I've got some notes here. Oh, so this is a terrible day. I've got my notes here. <laughs> what are the angles? Yeah, and so we cut to outside, and they're going. You've been in there for half an hour, and then the mom goes, "I think he's masturbating," <laughs> and she goes, "Mom, well, he's not masturbating." <laughs> 
And so one by one, everyone ends up in there. It starts with dad, and then he's... What's with the police in the fire He's like, well, because it's... Well, it's, 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 it's it's, I thought it's, that was funny. It's supposed to be funny. It's really. a comedy. It's Liam. not funny. Um, so we start with. I'm not laughing. We start with. I thought it was funny. Keith David and Keith David goes in and he looks and of course we're the camera situated behind Ben Stiller. So every time someone sees it and reacts, we're like, okay, the, theater of the mind, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, your, I don't want to see it. What can your mind imagine? <laughs> and so we imagine. And then about the third or fourth person, by that point, we're going, okay, they're just not going to show us this. And then once we're secure in the fact we're not going to show us this, they show us this. Mm, and it's it's well, gross. This is like a dick. I don't want it. Well, happen. <laughs> unsolicited flesh-looking thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not the only time there's unsolicited flesh-looking things in this film. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia keeping her cards close to her vest on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. Um, and so. Uh, yes, then we get the... So, of course, the best part is like, let me bring my wife in. No, it's okay. She's a dental hygienist. She's basically... <laughs> she's seen everything. And then, of course, then comes the fire... Uh, so it comes the policeman through the window, and then comes the fireman. And it's just a little bit of a stupid, how ridiculous <sighs> can this get? It's like a overextended family guy gag. What was, be- was American Pie before this? No. This was before American Pie. Okay. By because, about a year. Oh, okay. Because he does that thing, doesn't he, with the glue and stuff, using the same kind of technique, I guess, of um, trying to get humor from the oh, male genitalia. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stay, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he goes, look, we're just going to go ahead. We're going to unzip it. It'll be a quick, quick, there we go. One, <laughs> there we go. two, and then we smash cut to, we got a bleeder. And I don't know if you noticed, the, 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 the foley was the sound of a helicopter outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you hear dad going, none of this ever happened to Woogie. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear, I think it's, I think you hear Warren going, he was masturbating. <laughs> yeah, you do oh, I, didn't, I didn't catch yeah. that. Yeah. So it's all, yeah, and it's all because we're just, it's cause like the, worst thing the, the, the camera's like, like close up on, on Stiller and Cameron Diaz kind of moving with him. And then um, I got confused because I thought that was American Pie where you go, we've got a bleeder. Yeah. So no. I got a complete. And then the stretcher falls and he hits his head on the bumper. Yeah. Not supposed to happen. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, because I thought that was a bit Total over. mistake. And oh, they, okay. they phoned him and went, can we use it? Which I didn't know you could do. You had to do that. I just go ahead and throw it in there. But they went, it's the best scene. Can we use the one where they drop you? Oh. So, yeah. Um, according to Bobby Farrelly, the scene where Ted actually gets his scrotum stuck in, the, in his pants fly was inspired by a real incident when their sister was listening to some records with some eighth grade students in the basement of their house. One of the kids went up to the bathroom and he zipped himself up and was in there for a long time. My dad was a doctor. I actually had to go in and say, hey, kid, you all right? And it turned out, nope. Ooh. So there's some, some truth there. I suppose maybe you could get bits caught in, but I not, don't yeah. know how. Not, not to the extent that they show. Yeah. And then we find out this whole voiceover is nothing but a psychiatric session. And uh, the dad from Six Feet Under is the psychiatrist. Uh, he's also present in, uh, he's very heavily featured in Cabin in the Woods. Have you ever seen that? Nope. Six Feet Under. Cabin in the Woods. Have you seen Six Feet Under? I've seen, oh, I haven't seen it for ages. Love Six Feet Under. really good. I love Six Feet Under. Yeah, yeah, apparently it's really good. Yeah, at some point we'll do a media madness with the best dramas and Six Feet Under will absolutely be something I'll bring to the table on that one. I'll have like, to that's, have oh, it's so good. It's never on any of the streaming things. No, that, that's the thing. And back to Ethan's point from earlier, I went to save us and I didn't. 
is because now we become so reliant on streaming, most of us have sort of rejected physical media because that takes up space in our houses, especially in this country where houses aren't that, as big as they are. Unless you're me. <laughs> North America. Yeah, you are the exception to the rule. And so everybody's avoiding that. You become dependent on these streaming sites having the thing you want. And then what happens when you go to look for it and it's not there? Now, in the case of a, of a movie rental, I don't mind spending two and a half pounds. I'd rather have it for free. But if, if it's, that's fine. And that's what we have to do. But in the sense of like one day you go ahead and I was halfway through watching Alan McBeal. I was in the season, th- almost through season three. Or something I love like that. Alan McBeal. And then it, rent it, those cheaply, can you? I, it, was, it was free at the time on yeah. Prime. And then it just disappeared. And I went, hang on, a box? That's a different story. Story because they want to charge like one ninety nine an episode. I'm like, mm. I don't have no, and it was there. And then what? Uh, Joy, hear something crazy? Yeah, you can go and buy Ellie McBeal for cheap on DVD. Sure, you can. Isn't that mad? Do you know what? The, you know I've what gone back to physical media. You know what a huge thing is? People are now, including myself, too lazy to go up and put a DVD oh, in. Now. <laughs> Dead serious. I'm the not. last week. Because my CD just goes, boom, Netflix, there, type it in, done. I don't even have to type it in. I can hit a microphone and use my voice to bring it up now. How crazy is this, right? I've learned two things in the last month. Well, one this week. Is this the crazy thing? Or? And one, well, there's two, right? Okay. I've found out that with my PlayStation 3, if I stick a DVD in it, yeah. right, and then I take that DVD out, yeah. right, and then watch something else, and then put that DVD back. It'll pick, it'll pick it back up where you were. Pick were. up where I left off. Yeah. But I've also found out with my phone, I can talk to it and ask it to call you, and that'll call you. Yep. What's nuts? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. PlayStation 3 and a phone that will do a voice prompt. <laughs> Welcome to 2000, what? 2009? Uh, the, voice, yeah. the voice prompt is, is the newer of the two, yeah. Jeez, that's blown my mind. Yeah. So the last week, I've watched more films like on Blu-ray and 4K again because, one, oh my God, I have a, four, like, I have a 4K TV. I might as well use the 4K player because uh, they compress this shit out of streaming with 4K. Sure, and it's, it's so noticeable. So I've just gone back to using that. And also, I kind of miss having a little collection of films I like to just to see. Yeah, I think we should get more... It's a bit more fun to just go to a like a little shelf and go, oh, I feel like this tonight, or like just a film I've forgotten because, well, because I forget of, I have them. Because of streaming, you don't have to buy every movie you think you might ever want to watch at any point again. Yeah. You can be a lot more specific of here are the ones that I really want to have, no exactly. matter what access to. Yeah. Knowing that for the rest, like it just takes away those maybes to go to, no, I just won't buy those. I just want the ones that I'm like, yes, I have to have this yeah. for when mm-hmm. I want it. Um, it'd be hard for me to go, hey, do you want to watch the original Star Wars trilogy in 4K and go, do I really want to drop 35 quid when Disney Plus is there? Yeah. That's the hard part. Exactly. You don't want to. Um, so uh, the dad from Six Feet Under is the shrink. Like I said, he's sneaking back in with a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get the chair. And it's a great visual gag because Stiller's looking at us. And even when he sits down, he's making that noise and he's like, yeah. Oh, oh. And then Ted gets out and he hangs out with Dom, played by Chris Elliott, if you're familiar with uh, Groundhog Day. That was the other musical I saw yesterday, actually. It was Groundhog Day? Groundhog Day musical. It was amazing. Oh, way. was it good? Mm-hmm. There we are. Is he the guy who's always the... I, I hear if you go see it in multiple days, it's the same story. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go and see it every day for a week. Have you done that film yet? I'm sure I've asked this before. Yeah, yeah, we did Groundhog Day. Yeah, that was yeah. very early. We did it on Groundhog Day. It was one of those ones that was yeah. really that really naturally fits into a spot of time. So we had on Tom from Pod Jerky on that. Oh, that's way back. That is, yeah, yeah. I got excited seeing Chris Relic, so I was like, "Oh, it's Lily's dad from How I Met Your Mother," because that's oh, that's the, true my, 
that's like the main thing that I go, oh yeah, he's the board game man. He's also from um, Shit's Creek. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's the mayor. Yep. Oh I, yeah, he's the mayor in Shit's yep. Creek. I oh. hate this guy. I hate, hate, hate the characters he play. Yeah, but he, he's supposed to. He's found his niche. He plays these unlikable guys. Every time, though, isn't he? Yep. A little lizard man. I look oh, at him. That, he does my nuts. That, that's, that's how he gets cast. Oh. He knows who he is. Yeah. Um, and so he's got this perfect wife who's like, oh, what's going on? He goes, do you want some cookies? He goes, no, no. But so he's like, oh, I don't need cookies. He's like, no, go ahead. Go on, honey. Make some cookies. Toll House. Make some chocolate chip cookies. What he's yeah. asking for. And she goes and does it. Yeah. It's like, forget Mary. This guy's got the perfect situation. He really pushes her around. Yeah. I don't like the way he treats her. But he's got this lovely wife who will, you know, he's got kids. It seems perfect. It's like every day is better than the last. And I'm like, it is, it is a, nice, a bit nice of a setup as it will the later fall apart. Yeah. But uh, he tells Ted, hire a private investigator. And uh, he's like, come on, man. Girls like Mary. Oh, the response from Ben Stiller is girls like Mary. They don't stay single. But he decides in the end, okay, I will still do it. And this is where we meet uh, Pat Healy, our private eye, played by Matt Dillon, who had second billing. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this. Ben Stiller had third billing. Oh, okay. I in didn't the movie. notice that. But I did. Because yeah. I like Matt Dillon in a lot of earlier movies. Mm. I don't think Matt Dillon. I think Hollywood thought Matt Dillon was going to be bigger than he was. I don't think he ever really accomplished he what he thought he would. the top, did he? No. He's no. brilliant in The Outsiders. Brilliant. Rumblefish. Brilliant. Ensemble cast, both of those? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so good. He, he said so much promise. I think he got that. He, he said it's happening along the lines of the comedy was a lot harder than he was expecting it was going to be. Yeah, he was diabolical. He said it's all about timing, isn't it? It's like, yeah. yeah. You're not the first person to bring that up. No. Um, but uh, originally considered for this was Bill Murray. Oh, okay. But they thought he was too old. Nah, Bill Murray yeah. would have be been better. <sighs> I'm trying to think of this time. Bill Murray. How old would he have looked, This is five, this is five six years after after Groundhog Day. Even Groundhog old. Day, he looks too old yeah. to be. Mm, he no. is. Dude, I hate to break this to you. He's, getting, he's old. I like Bill Murray. <laughs> Uh, you can like him, that. but him versus Cameron Diaz, it doesn't look believable. No, that, yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tell you someone who would have been kind of good. Vince Vaughn. Ah, Vince oh. Vaughn. Vince Vaughn could have been good. Yeah. I like Vince Vaughn's humor, though. I like Vince yeah. Vaughn. He, he's kind of jovial, funny. The third um, name's really surprising. Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh. Just saying. Oh, interesting. He's more dramatic than he is... Uh, uh, Funny. But Matt Dillon might have had a leg up on the competition. Go on. He was actually dating Cameron Diaz at the time. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. Oh, okay. So when they have a little bit of chemistry in some of those moments, I'm sure they're playing on that a bit. Yeah. That makes sense, actually, because at one point when he's kissing her and stuff, he does go in for another kiss. Oh, that bit where he goes, yeah. It didn't seem like that was part of the, yeah. do you know what I mean? Uh, Pat accuses Ted of being a stalker. And Ted's like, I'm not a stalker, but they both decide, okay, we're going to do it. So off to Miami Beach goes Pat. And it's really weird because the movie now becomes Pat's movie for a small amount of time. Yeah, it does. And we get introduced to Pat, to, to Mary through Pat's eyes. Mm. Uh, so uh, we then meet Healy's friend, Sully, who was totally unnecessary in this film, played by Jeffrey Tambor, who I really like, but there wasn't enough for him to do. He's someone I recognize. He's uh, the dad of he's the rest, dad of rest of development. development. Yeah. Yeah. The dad like, who's, there's the, always the dad, money the, in the banana stand. Yeah, the dad yeah, who's yeah. in prison, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um so and there's a song here called everything shines by a band called push stars loved this it was good that was a great song Mm -hmm. i like the songs in this they both agree it was a bit of a stalker case and then healy discovers mary and mary's in the morning and she's wearing this white tank top that is very seared it is I like that yep. tank top. <laughs> you were the one saying, why is she always in states of undress when we look at her? I didn't even notice. So oh, clearly. you didn't? I very much noticed. Clearly, clearly they... Because um, Cameron, like you, Cameron Diaz isn't someone that I find that attractive. You, or... don't, you don't find me attractive? Is that what you just said? <laughs> is that a shock to you? <laughs> I was going to make a joke about finding a tank top, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I want to see you in that tank top. Well, no, no, no. That will not be the Halloween photo shoot this year. <laughs> anyway, you found her attractive with the tank top. Yeah, because I don't normally find her that that attractive. Um, she's not somebody who hits my radar. It's, it's interesting. We've seen a couple of women this year in the pod at a very specific point in time, both in 98, right? Mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz would be Gwyneth Paltrow. Both kind of representing what hot looked like in '98. I like Gwyneth Paltrow. You did. You were a big fan of Gwyneth Paltrow in in in. Remember when she goes blonde and her hair gets oh. short in in, in uh, sliding, sliding doors. Sliding doors. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you have this as well, and she looks very, very, very attractive. And it was almost kind of. This, I mean, Drew Barrymore did a similar look. The white tank top is like a look unto itself as well. Was something. Uh, there was a lot of like open shirt, side boob, under boob kind of stuff happening with uh, Cameron Diaz in this film. Uh, I th- I'm sure that was all intentional. She's the ideal. Again, yeah. she's been presented as this ideal and her sexuality, which they don't, they, it's a shame because it all becomes voyeuristic, doesn't it? Mm. But she doesn't present herself as a, she doesn't sexualize herself to any sort of degree. So they have to use this opportunity to sort of explain that side of it because the rest of her comes off as pretty, pretty guy friendly. That mm. makes this side of it worse though. Because if she's not actively being like, here is my sexuality. As a character. Yeah. yeah. Here is here is this. This is what I, I like to dress like this for this reason. Instead, it's always, like Liam said, through a window. Yeah, I agree. People looking at her when she doesn't want to be looked at. And I it's agree. a bit like Gross. you. And creepy, and I hate creepy it. guy in you looking in on her. Sorry. Oh, you said you. I thought you were asking something about no, me. I was like, you. hang on. In, have you seen you? Oh, no. no. This you. is the Netflix show? Yeah, oh, oh no. I haven't seen like it. Stalker. Obviously, that's a, a bit yeah. more extreme. Now... They're going to try and forgive themselves with the idea that it's Pat Healy doing it. And I hear you. Pat Healy is the one spying on her. But you're but showing you, it to everyone. But you know who else is there? I'm there. The audience. Because <laughs> yeah. you're showing me what he's showing. So, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's a weird one. And they're making a gag out of it because he goes and gets bigger binoculars when he thinks he's about to see her boobs. That's, yeah. that's later in the movie, but yes. Like, it's, yep. <sighs> and um, he, um, so Mary then says I'm off to go hit some golf balls. And Pat looks like he's already a bit smitten. And they go golfing. And the rumor has it that Cameron Diaz had a better-looking golf swing than the pro they hired to coach her on how to do it. She did look pretty good at it. Her golf swing looks great. Yeah. Mine looks nowhere near. If I go really slowly, I have a really really pretty golf swing. But the problem is it'll go straight as an arrow. But it'll only go about 85 yards. (laughs) The minute I try and put any welly into it, I slice to the right so hard. You ever gone golf? I have crap. I love golfing. I hate golf. Oh, if if I'd stayed teaching in Canada... Because of a longer summer and because of the better pay, my plan was to become a member of like a small golf club. You give me a baseball bat, you give me a club, you give me a paddle, you give me a stick, you give me anything. I can hit anything with it. What's well, so right? a Saturday night in Kingsland? 
<laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you give me a golf club, I can't hit shit. I, See, just I need to do golf again because my dad used to work for Adidas, like doing professional golf stuff. And like my my closest family friend was a like a professional golfer to the point that he did like international matches. So my childhood was just Ethan. We're doing golf today. Okay, let's play some more golf. And I haven't done golf in so long, and this has made me miss it. The company my, my I used to work with back when I made the car parts. Mm-hmm. We used to have an annual golf tournament. It was great because you'd go in in foursomes, and it was best ball. So basically what that meant was whoever hit it the best, you just went to them, and you went from there on forward. Oh, okay. So if you were bad, there was no punishment that you didn't let the team down or anything like that. So me, I was pretty rubbish, but I was pretty good at putting. So when you get on the green, I'm I'm okay at that. So I was better than the average at that. Mm -hmm. So my thing was just... Was just uh, Ian. They didn't call me Ian. They called me Bubba. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I almost said it there when I was telling the story because I'm just it's just so so. Now it is for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, because yeah, most of you just called me that for yeah. as long as I've known you. And then, um, and it was basically your job is if you can make two to three really good putts today, that's all we need from you. That and just keep and just keep the funny coming. Keep the funny. Keep 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 the spirit light as we go because because they would all miss shots and get really angry and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, come on, guys, it's just. Just around a golf. Yeah, it's around a golf at a mid-level golf course in in you know rural Ontario, Canada. That's right. In the film, though, I just got wondering. So she's a surgeon or a doctor? They we're say told she's, she's an orthopedic surgeon. Oh. But she just seems to hang around playing golf, and I don't know what else she's doing. But there's she, no. She, she went to the office once, once, but later on, after they've said she's of her doing any work. No, I agree. Not. Also, I have a... Wouldn't it be great if she was faking like everybody else was? Yeah. And she's, yeah. <laughs> she's really a secretary. That would yeah. make this film so much better. If she was, yeah, if she had her own little... Thing. If she was also... I agree. If she I agree. was also a dick, that I would be agree. brilliant. Yes. Yeah. That would be great. I reckon maybe, maybe we're onto something. Maybe she's not Maybe a that's the something about Mary that we yeah. never found out. Yeah. She's a dick as well, yeah. <laughs> no, the thing that really annoyed me was, and I'm sure they are real, but why would you ever have a driving range like that? All the balls just go in the water. I imagine what happens is they dredge it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, How much effort mm. is that? Well, the deal is because once it lands, unlike grass, where if it lands, it continues to bounce. I'm it also, all just drops and it's done. Also, so one dredge and you're good. This is Miami, right? Uh, Miami region, yeah. I don't want to be going around in there getting them balls out there. Them alligators going to Alligators, man. I, I, that looks like a man-made pond to me. Now, granted, alligators, mm. but how far away are you from an actual source of water? As long as you're okay, you're all right. Ooh. As long as you're okay, you're all right. You no. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Norfolk logic for me. <laughs> as long as you're several kilometers away from a natural water source, a man-made pond poses no threat. Okay. Do I get an extra point if I bip an alligator? Because how's an alligator going to go that far across like freeways and stuff like that? It could uh, hitchhike. They might. <laughs> it's illegal. Talking hitchhiking, yeah, it's legal. Um, where are we at here? Um, so putting into the water. Yeah. Well, oh, so she goes to. I've, I've, what's, what's my note here? Then she picks up burgers. She goes to Checkers. It's a real, real burger place. I've never been to oh, Checkers. I'd, I'd like to go to Checkers. And there's a good truck. 
that she drives because she has to drive a truck and not a little 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 girl car because because she's a man because she's a dude. Man. Is, she's it, a dude. Is, it, is it weird science the one where they make the perfect yes the weird perfect science woman yeah. Kelly LeBrock yeah that's it. That's, just one of the boys like the perfect <laughs> woman is seeming very close to a man I'm not gonna lie we meet Brenda played by Sarah Silverman. Uh, her best friend, and they're out. And they're out for, for for lunch together, and they're working on her personal ads. So this is before plenty of fish and uh, things like that. And she says, "You know what I want in life? I want to golf thirty six holes, and then have some guy who will still go ahead and go to baseball with me and Warren, and eat hot dogs, and drink beer." And you're like, "Okay, the Warren Not thing light close to your beer. family. Not light beer, proper, proper beer, real beer." <laughs> and then the deal that was is a big thing in the nineties. They want to do that. I don't know. Oh, probably over here it was. Yeah. Or let it, sorry. I let it. It just doesn't feel put on, though. She's doing it for her own interest. Yeah. Yeah. She's not the person who, like, dates a guy, and then everything she does has to be what he does. This seems like she's just really into sports. She's just really oh, into Oh, yeah, no, yeah. but there's people like that, like Zoe Ball back in the day. She was known as a let it. No, she, no, she was a, a yeah, girl, but also was she was into, yeah, you know, she liked stuff like that. Um, so... Uh, but he's got to be self-employed, we find out. And she goes, I don't know, maybe an architect. And the whole time, Pat's I mean, outside. That's a picky, but, you know. Yeah, that's a very specific field. <laughs> it's very, very specific. Pat's out, because up until that point, I'm like, yeah, I can do 36 holes. I like baseball. Uh, I like hot dogs. I'm, I'm kind of off the beer while I'm trying to lose weight, but I could drink some beer. I, beer. I'd have to talk into light beer, but yeah. <laughs> or at least Corona. Corona's all right. I like Corona. Um, that's not too bad on the old point list. Uh, the self-employed thing, I'd be like, well, that's me. That's me. I'm, I'm very much employed by the public sector. So you that's are, are. the opposite of self. Well, I've, in the sense that I pay my own, I pay taxes. Does that make me self-employed? That's just employed. <laughs> that's just, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because I pay the money that then gets refiltered and distributed back into my teaching salary. Mm. Now you're just getting deep. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, for the yeah, I, I wouldn't classify myself as self-employed. No, that, neither would I. So. Um, and then we find out her key flaw. She changes her mind too easily. And they remind us about Pac-Man. Pac-Man. And they say he's, they later call him Brett. And they go, what about him? And then we find out that um, Tucker told her that Warren said he would have popped the question quite some time ago. But if it wasn't for Warren, and she goes to hell with Brett, I've got a vibrator, which makes all the girls she's with laugh. And it makes Pat, who's over overhearing, laugh. Yeah. And then his laugh makes the girls laugh again. Um, she's also got... Um, um, what if I say she's also got sports news? I don't know what that means. Um, but she goes. Oh, so she goes to. So at the end of a night, she goes ahead. She's finished up. She goes to disrobe, and Pat's getting all excited, thinking he's going to see her topless, and he grabs the bigger binoculars. Now, there's two reasons for this. Number one, he's pervy and wants a closer look. Okay, that's the in-universe situation. Yes, yeah, number one. The outer universe situation is we need to set up a sight gag. So what's the reason why he would stop looking so we can make the bait and switch? And that's him getting the bigger binoculars. Grabbing the different binoculars, that, yeah. that, that lets you set the audience up, just like everybody else, for this joke, which is we've – so he goes ahead, and she's, she takes off her, her, uh, her tank top, and he gets the bigger binoculars, and he lines up where he thinks it is, and we see these really – uh, less than desirable, clearly prosthetic looking yeah, they, yeah. Um, old lady boobs that are like badly tanned and all that stuff. And he's going, oh, I need to tell 
even says like, oh, first, first red flag for, for, for Ted. I'm going to tell him. And then you realize, no, no, it's the old lady. Magna? Was that her name? Ma- Magda? Mag- 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 I thought it was Mag- Magda. Magda? Sure. Magda. Could be. Yeah. And it's her. And by the time he's, he sort of pans over to where um, Cameron Diaz is, that that he's Cameron just Diaz. gotten the sort of, she just sort of managed to sort of hide it a little bit and get the top on us. You still see a bit of side beef. You do see some side beef. I never noticed any of the And side I thought beef. this was like, and I, I even turned to my girlfriend at the time and what is, what age rate, age rate, eight? Age rating? Oh, I can't even say it. Look, yeah. Age rating is, is this. I'm guessing it's. I would think with the references, it's got to be a 15. It's at least a 15. They swear a few times. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, I'll check Disney Plus because they have the rating. Okay. It's a what? Sorry? He's going to check Disney Plus for us. Oh, okay. Um, While he's looking for. close to the knuckle for the age. I don't think it's an an 18. I think it's a 15. That's just my prediction. It sounds like a fifteen, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just check somewhere else because Disney Plus say sixteen plus because they're cause they making their, their own, own rating. Disney Plus makes their own Disney, yeah, their own thing. Yeah, because it's universal. It's I mean, just their recommendation. Quite a few sort of sexualized jokes, isn't there? So the sixteen. It is a fifteen. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I thought the pork and beans. I thought that's a fifteen. Frank. Oh, sorry, Frank and beans. I thought um... the bit coming up later on makes it a bit. Ag, you have to tell me what, what part of that is. Oh, hang on, maybe. Well, there's a few. I don't know. Uh, and so uh, there we are. There. Um, so Pat makes up his report, and he he lies. He's back in in uh, Rhode Island, and he tells her she's about 250 pounds. Hmm. Uh, she's got four kids with three different guys, but hey, not married. There, there's a win. She's got a wheelchair. And he goes, nah, okay, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Thanks a lot. And he goes, don't you want the name of her housing project? <laughs> and Ted's looking at her, a picture of her. That he's gotten his, I want to, where did this picture from? Exactly. Because they weren't even together. For that, that long. They went on one date. date. I just assumed yearbook. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Did he get yeah. it from the yearbook? No, you wouldn't no, be wearing but, something like that in your yearbook. No. And that was quite a big picture, but matted around the edges. Yeah, this was, this wasn't, this, yeah, this was not a yearbook. I cut it out. No. So I don't know how you get the source file. That it, just feels... It like a proper photo. Yeah, it was like was... a photo you had done professionally, and they yeah. printed out a copy of it. Yeah. No idea, then. Yeah. Maybe it's a stalker. Maybe that's yeah, the reveal. Stalking her for years. Uh, we pan out of the bedroom, and we... Out of the bedroom, reverse zoom, pan down to the street, and the band is back. You know the weird thing? Yay. I went, wouldn't it be funny if the band were outside? <laughs> and then there they were. I was like, ah. Oh. So in the morning, Ted goes back, visits Pat, says, I want to, I want to help her anyway. I want to, and it doesn't, turns out that Pat's moving to Miami, says he's, we have rice-a-roni. Now, rice-a-roni is like, it's like, it's like Uncle Ben's in a sense. Oh, okay. That sounds about right. It's like a, a series of fancy, just add boiling water kind of rice things that are ready in minutes, but provide a little bit of help for your, whatever you, you make your main and just go, I just have to do the rice on the side. And then I've got a full meal ahead of, for, for my family. And it was marketed as a San Francisco treat. Because, oh, okay. So well, that's what he says. Isn't that a San Francisco thing? And he goes, yeah, like they're rebranding or something like that. Most rice things are quite quick and easy nowadays, aren't they? Uh, I think, yeah, <laughs> welcome to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Minute Rice and Rice technology has actually come a long way in the last 20 years. <laughs> I didn't eat nearly any rice growing up, and now I eat rice way more than I eat potato. Oh, I love rice. I was, I went through a stage, 
um, earlier this year of eating lots and lots and lots of rice, but also then went through a massive flare-up with Macron's. So I think rice is a, is a bit of a trigger, unfortunately, oh, which is oh, a shame. Okay. So I really like rice. Yeah, me too. You know Sushi, how- Indian? Yeah. Mexican? Yep. Because yeah. you know how I, love um, rice with gumbo. I get overwhelmed by food, but with rice food and pasta food, I can load on that quite, yep. quite a lot. With the, the current um, platform I'm on, I can have like a limited rice, a oh, limited pasta. Nice. So these are rice these are good pudding. things. Yeah. So, well, probably the ever stuff in the rice pudding would would put mm-hmm. me in a bad shape, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, Just as long as I can keep my other things all right, I'm all right. So yeah, I, I eat a lot of. Uh, but girl, that's that line in Sleepless in Seattle where Jonah says, "I never saw anybody do that with potatoes before." <laughs> and then Tom Hanks goes, "Yeah, we're we're rice men," and she laughed, and I was like, "Who eats rice?" I was like, "Wow." So we didn't eat rice. We oh. were a potato every night family. Oh, I love potatoes. A lot of mashed potato in my house. Oh, mash. Scallops. Roasted what? Scallops. Scallop? Mm. Scalloped potatoes. You might like- call them kind of like, I think, dauphinois. Oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like a scallop. Like fondant yeah. potato kind of yeah. things. Scallop usually has some sort of a cheese element to it. Yeah. Okay. It's like a creamy sort of thing. I'm not They're a sliced. of melted cheese in things unless it's... Pizza or stuff like that. Toast. Really is the roni part of rice roni <laughs> to do with pepperoni? I don't think so. Is it not to do with macaroni? I guess like yeah, oh, ma- shit, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Just so many ronies. I don't remember yeah. ever having rice roni, so I'm just I saw it marketed. Spitballing. Yeah, it just sounded like some weird little meat product, just because the pepperoni side. Um. So there we go. Um, Pat says that she's going to Japan to be a mail order bride. It goes both ways. They pay by the pound. I'm not being funny, right? Neither was he. That was a terrible joke. Yeah, that was a terrible joke. But it's not. If someone's piling all this on and making it worse and worse, as they're and worse moving to the worse, place you just came uh, back from, do you know what I mean? You, yeah. you'd, you'd have a bit more common about you, wouldn't you? And Dom isn't helpful. He's being kind of weirdly pushy, but also not pushy. Mm. I'll give him credit. I think, well, I'll be very curious when we get there to hear um, George and Ethan's perspective on on the the reveal of Dom. But when we get there, we're not not, not jumping ahead. Okay. So um, back in Miami, Pat is opposite Mary at the golf um, driving range and using his info to catfish her a bit. Is he left-handed? Uh, the way that he set up, it would. It also explain why his golf swing looks so horrendous. Because obviously, it's not. To, it is not easy to golf the other way that you are. You can't really talk to somebody when you back to them, I suppose. And I suppose face to face makes it easier. Yeah. But at some point, I think the camera looks down at her and see everybody facing her way, and then the camera looks down at him. She's, and facing she is. His way. She is right handed. She is golfing right handed, yeah, and yeah. he is golfing lefty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I imagine it's just for the film. Oh, I assume it is. Yeah. Um, she asks for his name, and he's he's doing a good job of making her like chase him. So he seems less than enthusiastic and says Mary, and she goes, "I didn't tell you her name." And he go, we kind of think, "Oh, he slipped up." And he goes, "It's on your golf bag." <laughs> and then he has blueprints fall out of his car. Like you must be the worst architect if you can't. Yeah, you, know, you can't. I don't know. Stack some rolls up. Stack paper. some rolls up. Yeah. Uh, he says, "I'm passionate about my hobby now. I'm I'm gonna change the word. I'm not gonna say what what he said here, <laughs> but he said working with." And he used a slur that's often used to describe people who are disabled or handicapped. 
That was, even back then, that That's was, why, and she goes, as someone who's got a brother in that. That should have been a huge red flag. She goes, isn't that mm. politically incorrect? And he goes, I don't care. No one's going to tell me who I can spend my time with. And like he piles it on, and I think everything else has gone so positive that she's overlooking what should be a massive... Yeah, red yeah. flag. Yeah. Red flag, red flag. Uh, but he's like, now I can take my, I can take him to baseball games. And so he starts naming all the things she wanted from, from, uh, from her boy, a boyfriend. Wouldn't you be like, this sounds too good to be true. Something's a bit odd here. Don't know. That thing that I literally said two days ago to my friends. Mm, Yeah. Why was that? It's all being repeated back at me by this weird looking guy who's just appeared out of nowhere. Speaking Mm, of a weird looking guy. Can you be that lucky? Wait, wait a minute. Turn around and chuckle again. I might've seen you a while ago. Ted hurts his back helping his a really underdeveloped plot point. He has to help his boss's brother move. Yeah. Okay. It's so stupid. Like completely stupid. unnecessary. It gets him to the chiropractor, and that's what gets him the real story. And that's the guy with the long hair this at the beginning. Yes. Who still has this giant spot. zit. Yeah. Oh my Why? word, it did my head in. Are they just trying to go for the audience? This is the same guy. Yeah, I guess I so. Couldn't, I couldn't figure out who it was who. The zit was on his chin earlier, but now it's higher up. Oh, it's just no But it's, it's again just like a zit that needs to be popped in the worst way. Yeah. And uh, he finds out, he said, Yeah, I ran into Mary. Oh, back in the fall. She's still a fox. He goes, how do you meet her in the thing? She goes, oh, she's a chiropractor. Sorry, she's, I was there for chiropractor. She was an orthopedic surgeon. I'm like, it feels like those two, because chiropractors are like not very well regarded in, 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 in North America. Oh, are they not? No, they're kind of seen as like, uh, sorry, I got an email. They're kind of seen as like uh, charlatans. Oh, okay. Like there's a reason why in Two and a Half Men, Charlie's brother's a chiropractor. Oh, okay. Like it's a bit like you're a snake oil salesman. So do they not really fix backs? Well, the the, the 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 sort of reputation they have is, yeah, they'll fix you, and you'll feel good for a day. Oh, and so they do just enough to get you to come back the next day. Oh, okay. Yeah. I um, really like the chiropractor I went to, but I just couldn't afford it. Just, yeah, it. it does feel that here it's a different perspective people have on chiropractors. Yeah. Jeez. Cool. Email after email. Yeah, I may have to. If it happens again, I'll, 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 uh, I'll go over and shut it. Uh, Mary's going on a date because uh, she's going to date Pat, and we find out there's this litmus test. If Magda's is that her name, Magda? Did Magda, look? Magda. look, Magda, Magda. If Magda's yeah. puppy starts yapping, then he, uh, he's a loser. But if 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 he's if he's happy, he's a keeper. And so Pat hears all this through his uh, listening device thing. So he tranks the dog through the letterbox and we smash cut to pat stroking the dog and everyone's like oh he never does this for anybody and they go to get pat a beer and the dog seems to have died (laughs) and i have to admit i laughed i didn't want to laugh but i did laugh when i first watched it i did find the things with the dog very funny now watching it back not so much pat starts giving that's obviously it's obviously a stuffed yeah it's not a real dog no he's giving cpr to the dog He's saying, stay away from the light, and that prompts... Poltergeist. Here's my issue, though. That prompts Mary to put the light beer back in the fridge. Hang on. I thought what you wanted was a guy who would drink real beer, not yeah, light, light beer. beer. What's light beer doing in your fridge, Mary? It's almost yeah. like you knew the joke was coming. Mm. Or it could Almost. be Magda's beer. Or what? Maybe it's Magda's beer. It's her place. It's not Magda's place. Yeah, but she's often around. Well, there, Magda's later she? drinking a cocktail. Yeah, Magda's not true. a beer girl. That's because if Magda's <laughs> a beer girl, yeah, Magda, Magda, great. 
So if Magda's a beer girl, then there's nothing special about Mary. Mary needs to be the special one. Because Mary's a special little snowflake who loves to drink beer and go to baseball and have hot dogs. And oh, I'm a man girl. Oh, yeah, I'm so cool. Look at my boobs. But don't actually look at my boobs. Because men aren't actually allowed women to be happy with their sexuality. They just have to look at it through a window creepily. <laughs> Georgia, can you ever play a character like that? Because I... I really hope no one ever looks through my windows. That would be quite creepy. But it seems to happen in all these films. Nah, people don't really look through windows. Nah, there won't be much to see. The sight lines wouldn't work. No. (laughs) (laughs) I just have a sight lines don't work. (laughs) They wouldn't work. Upstairs bathrooms must be designed with that with that most of them are element in place. A, most of them are frost, mm. but B, also just also, the angle. That you'd... I wouldn't stand right in front of my open window and undress right boobs, in front. Boobs out. Yeah, you right in front of my that. window. No. no, you wouldn't. Not in real life. No. It kind of brings new... Wasn't it Melissa Etheridge who sang, Come to my window? No? Oh, probably a North American hit. You oh, guys okay. don't know what I'm singing. It was a big deal back then. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I was going to say something. Oh, the Canadian uh, band, Bare Naked Ladies. Yep. Quite fitting for this uh, window talk. <laughs> um, the lead singer got done for cocaine use and basically it ended his relationship with the band. Oh. Because a cop was walking by some house he was at in Buffalo, New York, and from the street could see him sniffing giants amount of cocaine from an upstairs window. Why My question is, near his window? Not that, how much know. cocaine is there where they could <laughs> see you doing it from the street? That's nuts. That's like a mountain. Yeah, yeah it must have been a lot. Especially when they just released a kid's album. I kid you not. The name of the, the, name, the, name of the kid's album? Snack time. <laughs> Brilliant. You couldn't make like, it up. So the lesson you like learn is just don't do things near windows. Have a discreet amount of cocaine. It wasn't even don't do cocaine, just do cocaine in the privacy that you can. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, don't, don't. Well, no, because I'm referring back to the. the Don't change, don't change boobs out towards your window. Yes. Especially if it's open. Yeah. She does a lot in this movie. She does a lot in this movie. Um, so, um, he's given the, the dog CPR, stay away from the light, and he uses the TV as hot wires to jump the dog back to life. And that's not really jump back to life. It's just start to get catch like on fire. And, like, and then catch again. on fire and then he pours water. And as soon as he pours water, they make the cut. Yeah. And the dog's alive. I, th- I thought that little cut was funny. Um, Mary takes Pat to the museum to meet her architect friend. Did anybody p- realize who the architect friend was? Yeah, cool. I started Lee screaming. Evans. Okay, go ahead. Can you explain who Lee Evans is? Because something's dripping in my... I think this, the, the tap is oh, still dripping. Okay. I'm going to go fix it. Over here in England, Lee Evans is or was one of the biggest comedic um, stand-ups at, as, as at the time. And he transferred man into doing, yeah, he did, yeah. And he made his um, debut across the pond, I think, with uh, Fifth Element. I think he was in. God, he's uh, in that. Yeah, he's a bit at the end, isn't he? And I guess to capitalise on that, they got him in other movies to transfer his comedy across to the, the pond. Uh, but Lee Evans is very physical in the way he comes across when he mm. does his comedy. And I think that translates well to American audiences. And uh, so I think that's why he was, he was, I don't think he ever made it big over there, did he? What no. Do you think? I, remember there was, I, I don't know who, like, what his name was until I got over here. Lee Evans, yeah, he was huge. Mm. He was, I mean, he's, he's, he's retired now. And, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, I did. This is God's honest truth. He came to Kings Lynn to do um, uh, a stand-up show. And that's where he normally does his um, fine-tuning. So he'll try out on the audience. If they laugh, 
It stays in the set, and then when he goes and does the TV stuff, it's refined. Yeah. Yeah. So when he was retiring, he came back to to Lynn, and he said, you're probably wondering, he said, after all these years, why I come here and I do what I do, and why I still come here, even being in, you know, Hollywood movies, doing arenas, all these things. He said, the reason I come here is because I got my very first laugh in Kings Lynn. He said, and I know if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for the world. Cool. And I thought that was a lovely thing because he didn't have to come back. Did you see him? I did. Uh. I did. So his English accent in this movie was characterized by a film critic as, quote, quite possibly the worst fake British accent in a movie. Which is crap. That he'd ever heard. <laughs> Lee Evans is English, but the accent was exaggerated for the role. It doesn't sound like Lee Evans when he's on stage. No, it doesn't. It's a different English accent. I thought his American accent was horrendous. I thought his American accent was spot on. Did you? And as the guy who's used to hearing American accents, I mean, I'll take your word on British accents. But, it's supposed uh, to be a fake English accent, though, Yeah, it? it's supposed so to be that. It doesn't yeah. really matter. There's that, that too, yeah. He's kind of succeeded in a way by that. That's a great point. He's not supposed to be passing. No. He's supposed to be a so poor... So the worst accent, and actually, that's what he's going so for. So maybe for me, yeah. when I thought he was a worst American accent, was because I'm not used to seeing Lee Evans talk that way. Maybe, yeah. Because I was listening, I was going, that's pretty good. Because I'll tell you what did throw me. Going back to James Masters from Buffy, for years... I heard him talk as a, with an English accent pretty good. And then when I saw him in an interview many years later, he's speaking in American, his native language. That sounded weird. Accent. Accent, yeah. Okay, same language. Same language, yeah, yeah, sorry. They say Britain accent. and the United States are two countries separated by a common accent. Well, I'll like, tell you, Sorry, common language. I'll tell you something. I got a lot of things confused when I went over. Yep. Because I was in a, in a drama lesson and they said, can you take your pants off? <laughs> and I got really freaked out by this. <laughs> I just checked. He had the tiny, like the, the, the quickest stint in America because he does Fifth Element and Mouse Hunt in 97. Mouse then Hunt. does, then does like the that. thing about Mary and then kind of goes back to England. And the last thing he ever acts in is Doctor Who. Oh, okay. And he's never seen an acting again. All right. So um, then he meets uh, Pat, and they're playing architect chicken. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> that is architect chicken. It sounds like a meal, you'd, like a dish would be served <laughs> H- in a pot. Hunter's chicken, drink. architect <laughs> chicken. <laughs> a chicken for all the different um, jobs, vocations. meals. Um, and so... Uh, Tucker keeps asking Pat, you know, tell me your work. He goes, you've been to Santiago, Chile? Oh, just twice this year. Oh, well, have you been to the football <laughs> stadium? The Estadio Olimpica. At which point, good for him for knowing that. Yeah. Um, but he goes, yeah, the church or whatever it is right beside that. I did that. Meanwhile, Ted's picking up a hitchhiker on his drive down to Florida. This is played by Harland Williams. He would not take any direction. The Farrelly brothers said there was no point. He only did what he wanted to do anyway. So we stopped trying to tell him. So what's the point of having me in the movie? <laughs> this bit is really random, it, this little section. Well, they said earlier, rest stops. There was a throwaway joke that rest stops. just to pay off that. And it's that's all this is. Rubbish. Rest yeah. stops are commonly frequented by... Frequented? Frequented, yeah. By homosexuals for... Um, Rendezvous, I suppose, is kind of what was suggested. And so he, because this, this hitchhiker won't stop creeping him out about it, it's like, I got eight hour abs, not eight minute abs, I got seven minute abs. And then he gets upset when Ted suggests, well, what if someone come up with six minute abs? He goes, no, you can't do anything in six minutes, seven minute abs. Um, and so it turns out there's a, I didn't, uh, he goes to go pee, bumps into someone. Someone says, hey, wait your turn, buddy. And the lights come on because the cops are doing a raid and it's a massive gay sex, 
Orgy? Celebration? No. Yeah. <laughs> Celebration. He was going, I was peeing, and he's kneeling down because he's fallen down, and it looks like he's a pelvis level. This other guy is like, yeah, we were all peeing. That's what we were doing. Um, so, yeah. Um, this is called- I had a rough hitchhiking story once. Do you pick somebody up? Hitchhiking? I picked some. I've been picked they up a few. Carrying a body bag. Were no, they? I've been picked up a, f- <laughs> a, a few times myself when I was walking. I wasn't ever with my thumb out, but people would stop and offer me a lift. And so there was. I was coming home from my girlfriend's house towards the town I just lived in. So it was like two towns, not very far apart. Uh, probably no different than uh, if you went to Lynn from Lynn to Downham. Like not very far at all. And so I was driving, and I'm like, all right, here we go. And this woman comes running into the street. And I mean, it's like 1230 in the morning. Like it's, it's, it's deserted, right? Oh, yeah. Like I almost have to like steer around her. And so I steer around her. I go down the road and then I'm thinking, what if someone's hurt? So I pull around. I come back around. And this woman's there and she goes, I said, hi, is everything all right? And she goes, can you take me to Orangeville? <laughs> and Orangeville's like the next level of distance or so. If I said rather than go to Downham, they go to... I don't know, Little Porter Ely or something like so that. a little bit out of your way, but... So I was like, no, I'm not going that yeah. far, but I'm going this far. I said, fine, I'll take you if you want to go, great. And then we get in the car. I was already in it. <laughs> and she goes, and she goes, thank you. A bunch of men, if you pick up a woman, they think that, that you know, they expect something. And I'm like, oh, no. What have I done? Oh, no. Oh. <sighs> And so I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just trying to keep things kind of uh, I had something similar light. to a taxi driver, actually. And she goes, okay. And then she starts asking about, you know, I, uh, what do you do for a living? I said, oh, I work at a car factory, nothing, you know, whatever, yada, yada, yada. I do, yeah, that's all right. Safe work, blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't like where I work. And I said, oh, that's unfortunate. And I'm just trying to say, like, non-committal things. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she starts talking, and she gets herself so angry, because I think she's drunk. She goes, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And I was like, yeah, you're you, the one talking. You don't have to talk about this. So we get into Shelburne. So, and she goes, will you buy me some cigarettes? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I'm doing your hair by giving you a lift. And so we get to the, we stop. There's like a ride program. A ride program is like a policeman stopping you at major intersections just to see if anybody's been drinking. Yep. Just a little field sobriety test, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody been drinking? I said, well, I have an officer, but I can't, I can't comment for my guest here. And he laughs. He goes, all right, have a good night. I said, thank you very much. So we make this, it's like a one main intersection kind of town. Did you let them know that you just picked her up? No. Oh, okay. Uh, not really anybody's business. I thought we'll just get to where I said, look, I'll drop you off at the coffee shop on the outskirts of town. From there, you can figure out what you want to do. Will you buy me a beer? No, I'm not going to buy you a beer. Uh, I might buy you a coffee if the uh, things open. It's fine. You know, whatever. Best of luck. That's about it. And we get there and sure as crap on a cracker. The 24 hour a day coffee shops closed. Oh, oh no. God. And so, um, she sits there and goes, oh, on the way, though, she's like, can you drive me to Brampton? And Brampton's like, forget Ely. Uh, can you take me to... Wisbeach? No, no, no. Uh, like, no, down no, the no, same uh, road, Cambridge. but can you go to... <laughs> beyond Cambridge. But yeah, oh, that's really, well, that same sort of idea. Yeah, like, yeah. what's even further south than Cambridge? But, oh, like, like doubling it one more time. And, and I'm like, on. no. I said, no, I can't do that. And she goes, if you d- if you would, there's ways I can I can, I can can pay you. And I'm like... <gasps> oh, my God. And I went... I went no <laughs> I, lo- I love a hypocrite some people especially but me well for the minute she said they expect something i that's why i went oh no because i'm like why bring that up yeah so i wasn't surprised but i was going oh no so i remember 
I'm like, well, what do you want to do? He said, look, you got two options here. So I'm going, oh, I thought you were supposed to be my friend. I said, I, A, no, we're not. B, I've done nothing but do you a kindness. Yep. And now you're sitting here and you're getting in the way of my atheist. And we got two options here. You can either get out here or I can take you back to the police officers and they can help you find the rest of your way. But I'm not going there. And so I remember we were sat down and my door know. was open and there was like, it was like gravel, but not like small rock gravel, like fairly big chunk gravel. Yep. And I can't predict what this woman's going to do at all. And she's got her legs out to on the tarmac and she's sort of, sort of sitting there thinking about her life, I guess. And I'm just thinking, okay, um, I don't know what to do. And I'm terrified she's going to grab some rocks and chuck them at the car when she gets out. Yeah. Because it's, it's gone badly now. Like, I'm just like, how do I get you out of my car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I need to do. And so, uh, yeah, she finally got out and I just, I, I hit, that I hit, I got one of those guys That's to peel out of places, but I'm sure I kicked mm. up some stones. I got out of there. <laughs> I'm like, nah. Ooh. And I looked and she was like running onto like, it's like running onto the A10, like trying to, like, wow. trying to like wave down like, like a lorry. I was like, you are insane, but you're someone else's problem now. Yeah. So from that day, I went on there to pick up, and I've done a couple of times, people who are in trouble, I'll never pick up another hitchhiker again as long as I live. See, I just, oh, it scared the crap out of me. There isn't, there isn't that sort of thing over here for hitchhiking. Maybe way back when, but not, not now. No, well, I had a similar sort of thing with a taxi very, very quickly. Um, got in, and they were like, no one ever checks my identification, and all these girls, they always offer to pay me in different ways, says the taxi driver. So then you're thinking, oh, my goodness. Like, it was all fine. He's, he's but, op- but he's opening the door to that conversation. Yeah, mm. but, yep. and it was with a firm as well, and I was like, well, luckily I was with, with a group. I was oh, on my okay. own. So, but we were all like, oh, that's so creepy. And we were, we were fine there. We got there. Your but. stories are much quicker than mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way you set yours up, though, I can see it. Yeah. I got to take you on the journey. <laughs> um, and so there's bad boys, apparently. Sorry, a cops. What's going to do when they come for you? Cops apparently boys, is broadcasting boys. live tonight. Live. They never, they never broadcast <laughs> and live. And so Dom's watching it. And we get the TV set in the foreground. But we see kind of above, you see his head above it. And then his wife's head enters the frame. I thought it was a really funny joke. Did you? I oh, I thought it was hilarious. Oh, it's incredibly lewd I and unnecessary. Oh, I didn't say it wasn't lewd. I thought it was funny. I didn't I find it funny. like the payback you get right at the very end. You dislike or you like? No, the, at the end where it flips. Yeah, over. do you like or you dislike? No, I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's end. funny. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, mean, I think that's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we've got, and then, of course the head disappears again. Um, and he's just sitting no, there, sitting there watching, sitting there watching cops drinking a beer. <laughs> Uh, back with the cops, uh, the hitchhiker had a body bag chopped in a red bag in the front seat, and they're blaming it on Ted. And this is the game of we both think we're talking about different things. Yeah, which which starts to annoy me. I'm going, you're just digging yourself deeper and deeper and deeper. And then he gets off scot free because 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 they find him. Yeah. They find the actual guy. They find the actual killer. Yeah. Yeah, That's how it works. If if, if one person says, yeah, I did it, and his fingerprints match, you let the guy who you think did it go. I love misunderstanding jokes. But surely the car, the the bag in the car, would have had his DNA on the bag, wouldn't it? Is that someone else who who he killed? Liam, if there's a chopped up body in your car... 
we're going to have to ask you some questions, but regardless yes. if there's, there's no DNA officer, you can't tie me to this. No, it was no, in your no, car. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So why did you get off scot-free? Because surely. when they find the guy who says, yes, I did it, here's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But surely they'd have thought maybe he's an accomplice. Well, maybe they, he's this, maybe he, he's He that. confesses that he was going to kill, he was going to kill Stiller next. Oh, okay. And it's a comedy, and we just need to get back to the plot. Yeah, if he was arrested at this point, then I don't know where the film would go. If this was like a crime drama, yeah. fair enough. This film has the pacing of a sitcom. You sick bastard. (laughs) They didn't really need this bit, but it was was fairly amazing. Uh, Especially when he goes, why do you do it? I don't know. Boredom? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't care for it. You and me both. And so, meanwhile, Mary's work, Tucker's there, and she's got a Steve Young jersey in her office on the chair. I saw it. Tucker's um, checked out um, Pat. He's not an architect or a Harvard grad, which, of course, I got to find out what listening device Buddy Boy's using. Yeah, because so Because he's only picking up that one. Even if you went, I'm the 20th floor up, I'm that office there. That's the slightest tilt, you're getting someone else's bullshit, conversation. Yes. It's, it's this week's Magic Doohickey. <laughs> it is. It's been a while since we had one. He's got a whole collection of Magic Doohickeys. He does. Um, and so Tucker drops the keys repeatedly, and I thought maybe it was going a bit too far with the joke on this until we get the reveal later, where I'm going, oh, okay, fair enough. You know when a he says, this- you know when he goes out of the office and he does it again, he goes, oh, I've done this a million times. Yep. He, he repeats exactly the same yep. thing he did, the, like the actual movements. You know what is too far? Is the bloody foley they put in for his like knees knocking and his hands yep. shaking? Like that sounds like what the bloody like happy skeleton thing from old school Disney? Like when they're dancing around like the clanky bones. It was just ridiculous. Again, seeing yeah. Lee Evans for what he did back in the day, his stand-up comedy. This is like a, an exaggeration of an exaggeration of exaggeration of what he does. So that just seems a little bit faux pas to me. Ethan, something you want to say? A lot of the times in this film, I've gone, "Oh no, this is going to be awful." I then get, I have to give like a couple of beats and I go, oh no, never mind. Cause this thing that I thought was terribly in taste, uh, not, no, sir, sir, terribly <laughs> poor, t- poor taste, immediately goes, oh no, this is done on purpose because this character is a major wanker. So, uh, as he's leaving, the, all the inmates say goodbye to him and there's one on the left with a beard and long hair. That's Cameron Diaz's dad. Oh. Uh, he was <laughs> on set they- one day, so they threw him in the movie. That's cool. But why do they go, there's somebody out there for you? Someone's turned up here and they, you don't see them until he's in the car. They it's just like cut a, it. They just smash cut it to in the car. Yeah, it's just you a smash cut there. to go, who is it? And then we find out who it is. And it's like, oh, it's just a surprise to go, why are you going? It's more of a, yeah. Okay. It just seemed like there was a bit cut from it or there was something supposed to be funny maybe. No, I, I just know. think it's just for us to go, who is it? And then we see, oh, and we go, wait, why are you coming? And why are they all so cheery for him? Why are they all so, woo, yeah. I don't know. What's he done? That's what he's not done. He hasn't <laughs> killed anybody. Although, although they do wake him up for the apology. He's being cuddled, and it's like this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're in prison. prison. with all the other people that were like, And he's not in prison. He's in jail. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, that's kind of a prison met, uh, stereotype, not a jail stereotype. Yeah. Uh, back with Dom. Dom tells Teddy's lying, uh, but that's not the thing. He says, look, oh, he's dying. Sorry, not lying, which is a bit of a fake out. So again, Dom's not as trustworthy as we think. He tells Ted about Healy falling for Mary. Uh, the girls then uh, listen in as 
Uh, Pat makes a call to Sully. They're both reading from scripts, and it turns all the girls in favor of him so that when he shows up, he admits he was never an architect, and instead Mary kisses him. And we get the song, Is She Really Going Out With Him? I remember the song, Is She Really Gonna Take Him Home Tonight? Um, turns out Pat's terrible with Warren and his friends. He's like so abusive when they play football. Oh, he takes him down. Like he's wearing like he's got these like little. It's supposed to be like like um, flag football. Like yeah, you pull yeah, the thing, pull the and thing, that's yeah. that's all it is. Then the play yeah. ends, and he's just tackling uh, him these in the individuals here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he also cheats money out of Warren for playing checkers. Uh, Dom and Ted are are watching. Uh, until uh, Warren punches out Dom. Yeah. So he uh, goes to pull his headphones. Oh, he does go to pull his headphones, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, by pull Dom, I mean Pat, sorry. Um, and then Dom calls out Mary's name, and then they see Ted, and we get the reunion. And Dom's being very keep me out of the picture. Now, we think he's just being a good friend. Yeah. Even if Ooh. we're going to go on, hey, things are a bit sketchy. What's going on here? Warren remembers Ted, which impresses Mary. He says he doesn't remember anybody, which would have been better if there was a way to prove that without yeah. telling me. Yeah. Show me instead. Yep. Show not tell. That's right. She's changed her name because of a stalker from college, which is the second reference to Oogie's this guy, Oogie, and things. He got intense, and now we see that in college there was a thing. I closed the email, but that still keeps coming through. Um, and um, is it Yugi or Woogie? Woogie, Woogie sorry. Yeah. He asks her out to dinner, and she plays around with him by going, well, "Do what? Catch up? Haven't we just done that?" And then the joke is, it's a bit of a repeated catchphrase. I'm fucking with you, but isn't she seeing Pat though? Yeah, but right now they're just catching up as friends. Oh, okay. There's nothing that romantically suggested. They just want to go. The deal was catch up. Oh, okay. Uh, says, how's tomorrow night? And he goes, sure, you could blow off that loser you're seeing tonight, and that's enough. She says, pick you up at eight. Because he'd just been, yeah, kind of a jerk flat out, including, like, Did you also like right in front of where she works, he gives her, like, the most, like, invasive, deep French kiss ever. Yeah. That like, was... that's your place of work. Ugh. Yeah. And did you also notice Ben Stiller kind of just phases out at one point when he's talking to her, and he's just waiting for her to then talk again? No. I'm like, is that supposed to be... Is that... <laughs> Was there a line dropped? Oh, who knows? Tucker comes by and uh, with some more information, and Magda goes, aren't you sweet? And he says, no. Oh, because he gives uh, Magda a bottle of wine. He goes, no, I just want you to pass out so I can give Mary a good rogering. <laughs> I'll say this. Props to uh, Norm playing Tucker for learning all these British phrases. A good rogering. I'm not sure that Norm the pizza boy would know that term. Yeah, true. Tucker's got more info on Pat. And meanwhile, Magda's going, why you two never hooked up is beyond me. And Mary goes, Tucker, you're such a good friend. And that word sort of lingers in the air. And it's clear that Tucker really wanted to be something the whole movie, even though the Tucker guys. And we go on date night with Ted and Dom getting ready for it anyway. And Dom tells him he's got to clean the pipes before he goes out. And that means that he's got to masturbate because the most honest moments in a man's life are after he's ejaculated because you're not thinking about having sex. You're thinking like a girl, and that's why they love it. I mean, surely that's just nonsense. It is nonsense. Again, I don't have man parts. I do not know how this There is. Russell Brand suggested that the moments after orgasm are when a man is at his most not clear headed, but most he kind of has a, oh, what's it called when you have a crisis? What kind of crisis is that? 
existential existential yeah where all of a sudden he his thing is every time he, he says in his stand-up that every time after he he ejaculates he realizes he's gonna die one day <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice so yeah you don't want to feel like that before a date although he's considering it a date then if he's, if he's oh for him it's a yeah, date but he's pitching it, it as let's catch up and hoping that mm. sparks fly um and so um uh, meanwhile, Tucker gets out of the car and doesn't need his crutches. And Pat's there, and he's going to kill Tucker. But it turns out that Tucker's not English. He's not an architect. His real name is Norman. He delivers pizza. I called this before we was revealed this, because his car in the back is hanging down. The roof is hanging down. The car is beaten up. And if you're supposed to be an architect... Oh, you'd have a better car than that? You'd have a better car sure. than that, wouldn't you? See, I hadn't noticed sure. that. I thought he was probably going to be gunning for Mary, but I didn't. Be I forgot the movie. Different. I forgot this character yeah. existed. For me, it was the it was the game of architect chicken. I thought yeah. he's not an architect. Yeah, at that moment, uh, Georgia Ethan. At what point did you clock in that he wasn't everything he was supposed to be? When he got out of his car, opened the boot, and went, "I'm gonna. I don't need these I'm crutches. Gonna I'm a, and I, 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 For me, it was this, when he- when he got into the car to drive the car. I went, okay. Hang on a second, that doesn't make sense. The power of pepperoni has healed me. Healed me. A lot of this film was me consecutively just like putting my hands like to my face, like the Kevin McAllister thing, and going, no, oh, what the fuck? What? Because I'm not expecting this kind of thing, these twists in quotations in a film like this. Uh, back to this. Um, Ted's trying to clear the pipes. <laughs> and we cross cut between him in doing the act um and dom sees mary and very much avoids her now that's a bit weird because yeah why would dom be avoiding mary unless mary knows who dom is yeah so i think that's your first clue big clue yeah besides the fact that he's come all the way down and you're going why are you here yeah um the strangest cross-cutting ever between Mary walking and him doing um, dis- the pipe cleaning. despise this. Okay. Hate it. Ted then clearly um, finishes, but cannot find... I never thought I'd have to write this down. Never cannot find where the semen has gone. And even when he leaves that shot, there's no semen on his ears. Well, they're very careful not to show you that ear. The whole... I was looking for it. The whole scene. Oh, okay. So it's his left ear. They shoot him from the right ear face in the camera. Okay. I didn't bother to go back a third time and watch it frame by frame, but okay. I think they hide it. It's Even when he opens the door, it's from the right ear. Isn't it? <laughs> well, it looks like silicone. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's just like swinging. And he goes, uh, so the door knocks. He goes, "What's that on your ear? Is that hair gel?" To which point he answers, "The only thing you really can at this point." Yes. yes. And why and would you stick your she hair? She takes up like it that? and she puts it. Oh, well, she's trying to run it through the hair. The desire isn't for the hair to be up like that. It's just no, where her hand just went. Her hand through it. No, she um, does that. Yeah, she. No, she didn't do it and hold it there and go. Is it set? Is it set? Yeah, good. It's the idea, but she just wants a little bit of a little yeah. bit of volume. Bullshit. <laughs> Can someone explain to Liam this is a comedy and it's just trying to go for a joke? This film was supposed to be funny. Yeah, it's supposed oh, to be funny. Oh, that wasn't funny. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, if if you're sat there opposite her the rest of the evening and she's got her hair, it's all stiff. With Maybe your... she's a big flock of seagulls fan. Well, <laughs> it isn't for the rest of the evening. It is while she's sat at the it table. It is while she's at the table. Then it, then it, it calms down. Would, would you Film not poster, like, though, say something to her? Like, oh, that hair gel's reacted badly to you? or I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to know what. Do you know what? There why is, it, why I have it changes. To say, 
There is one There's bit in this film I did, I did laugh at, but we'll get to that. Good. Kevin Smith uh, shares a story of it. He wanted to do a joke just like this and was told, no, oh. it's too much. And he had a big axe to grind when he says, and then the Farrelly brothers came along, took the same joke, put it in their movie, and it made X number of dollars. So he was a bit which, better. I'm like, I think there's more to it, it than just that. Yeah. Uh, I think Mallrats is the film they wanted to put it in. Oh, I love yeah, I, I can't, that's, I that's, that. that's usually the answer to everything he ever wanted to do. He was told no. By the time he gets to like dogma, he can pretty much do whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, so there you are. There's a. I don't know if you noticed. There's a lot of Pepsi products here. I thought yeah. I was watching. Yeah, thought I was watching product, Top Gun again. Yeah, product product placement everywhere. Yeah, and they said, "What's the deal with meat on sticks?" They talk about how there's not enough meats on sticks. That was originally written for an episode of Seinfeld that never aired, and the Faraday brothers liked it and bought it for use in the movie. You can get chicken satay on sticks and kebabs on sticks. I don't think in the States, in the States in the late 90s, you definitely couldn't get salmon on sticks. Uh, I don't think you get satay. Satay wasn't really a thing in the 90s. Oh, I like satay. So I think it was just more of the idea. It was, anyway, it's a, it's a bit from Seinfeld that they went ahead and uh, bought the rights to use. That makes it. sense because it's actually one of the funnier, nicer moments in the film. It feels very like... It feels real. It feels genuine. It yeah, feels but like I a lovely felt, conversation. Yeah, it is. But I felt like it was um, improvised. Well, the, no, it very much wasn't. They, they yeah, literally yeah, bought the script. It felt that way. Uh, I think what you have is for the first time ever, speaking to what George is saying, Mary's not an idea. It's two people just having an organic moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's the only guy out of all the guys. Who's having that organic yeah. moment. That she has yep. an organic moment with, yeah. As opposed to the organic moment. Stop. that's right there. <laughs> Georgia got there first. <laughs> I want to cheer, but also I need to boo. Uh... Where are we at here? Um, all, I, all you had to say was, the as opposed to... And I they talk about moving down here and him marrying her as a joke, which again puts that in the sort of audience's head, how well this is going. She brings up, you can write anywhere. Like, okay, you're selling a little hard here. Too hard. It's like the first meeting, probably meeting they've yeah. had, yeah. And she goes, why are you still single? And he goes, probably because I'm bisexual. <laughs> it throws a lot of guys off. And then they pause and he goes, I'm messing with you. At which point I'm like, okay, that's making bisexuality the joke? Yes. That's the yeah, I, I, I wasn't a fan of that one. Because I, I had to yeah. say. I didn't, I didn't like did that. Did she just say that? Mm. Yeah. And my girlfriend, went, yeah, she did. And then when she made the joke, I was like, nah. In didn't like that. In 98, though, that if he'd might made have been... that, If he'd made that. In 98. Oh, just, yeah, I get you. quite a brave. And, well, not a brave thing. But 98, In 98, possibly. she's quirky. Right, yeah, so you'd go, oh, okay, quirky. maybe, maybe that's what, maybe, maybe it's one of her quirks. She's bisexual. Now, it's and Stiller's great. Stiller's going. I've read a review, a report that says a lot of women, if they're being honest, there's a certain type of tendency. Da 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 da. And she just goes, "I'm just messing with you again." There's a lot. Go, just, oh, there's ha, a lot ha, ha. just messing with you in there. Yeah, a lot of my them thought go, ah, process. Just messing. My thought process went, "Oh, that's great. They don't. You don't see that in film." They went, "Oh, oh for fuck's sake!" Because like. Mm. I'm I'm a bit sensitive about that anyway. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. Um, she explains her one serious boyfriend she had. She seems kind of like she's mourning it a little bit. Norman Pat are stalking the date, and they start throwing speed into the apartment to try and make the dog react badly so that he'll fail the dog test. And she says, you want to come in and watch Sports Center?" And Sports Center is like Sky, Sky Sports News. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, it's like a big, so it was one, I think I'll stick with him ahead. You're not that far ahead, which was a fun little moment. They go yeah. on upstairs, but Magda, some of the speed landed in her, um, cocktail glass 
and she's lifting up the sofa and doing some vacuuming the dogs in the bathroom ted then has to wrestle puffy the dog literally in some cases he does some like i don't mind the bit where he's trying to keep him off him but when he like has to land and do like elbow yeah, drops on the dog the wrestling moves are a bit harsh that's a bit much yeah, so you're allowed you're allowed to like react like that when the dog is actively coming for you but you don't then get angry enough at the dog to want to kill the dog but this like, isn't humor this isn't a good person this isn't humor that i ever get on board with i mean the closest thing i can compare it to is when ted fights the goat in how i met your mother and i didn't like the joke then but at no point does ted i don't think at any point does ted go too far and at least they gave it like a like, you know, murder all aboard the murder train as like a musical soundtrack to it but you know i don't like this i didn't like this either but there's one little bit i, I still laughed like, do you know what i laughed at in this bit you know when he goes to poke the dog in the eyes? Oh, and the dog and blocks it. Oh, blocks it with his paw. Stupid. Stupid. Those silly bits okay, the dog jumps. Like throwing the dog he down. moves, and now the dog's in a full body cast. And this was used as like an image for the movie. It was, the dog yeah. in the full body cast was one of the posters. After the fact, they're grocery shopping together. They go to the batting cages. He buys, Ted buys uh, Warren a costume and then another costume. They do some go-karting. Ted's go-kart said, do the Pepsi challenge. Yeah. <laughs> uh ben stiller's uh oh is that right they're gonna kiss when he's hit by a fishing hook in the face oh, gross and the other shoe drops someone sends mary a letter that sets ted up as the one who set pat out to spy on her she breaks up with ted ted finds the address for healy in his pocket he goes to there and all three of them pat norman ted meet up and they find that no one sent the letter why is well, there a dog turd in the middle of the floor i didn't notice it, but they were all from a dog with smell, yeah. so yeah. Oh, I, I did not notice that. Oh, oh, that's the deal, because Sully was there with his big dog, wasn't he? Oh, was he? Oh, Jeffrey Tambor's oh, character. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat didn't send the letter, and he accuses Norm of doing that. Didn't happen. And so who did it? It's Woogie, who then comes in. It's Chris Elliott, his dom. He's there. He sent the letter. She's supposed to have a restraining order against him. He's full of blisters and zits, all his idea. Creepy. All he, his idea? Yeah, he, it was his idea to put the... Was it? Yeah. He refuses to leave until he has something to remember her by, and he chases her around. And I'm like, "Oh, I don't like this I as a joke." Hate this, this made me mad. Yep, I get that. Yeah, you're fine. And I know the punchline. That the punchline is, and you can see. Here's how a joke works, and I'm not defending it. Let me just let me do both. Oh, no, parts. I understand why it's why it works as a joke. Oh, because I don't think it does. But let me you work. You joke about. But let me let me let me run with it. So a joke works in that we do a setup. And in the setup, we lead you down a primrose path to go, here's what you're expecting the payoff to be, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we're expecting the payoff to be that the donuts are, are of a killer. Yep. Right? <laughs> that was well the done. play. Well done. But we set you up to believe that certain things will lead to this outcome, okay? Yep. And then we switch that and your your expectation not being delivered but being instead subverted in a way that hopefully you find to be that you appreciate the shift leads to a laugh yeah so if you break it down like this that this, is what it does this, this does yeah. this the problem is you go to a thing and this is where we talk about spectatorship last week but you talk about something an issue that people might have very strong feelings about or even very strong personal histories with mm-hmm. about a woman trapped in a room with a man who comes after her it it was a it was a rise in tension. You're starting to scare me. You're making me nervous. He chases her around, and then the reveals shoes, shoes. That drasticness. Yes, I agree. It did do what a joke is supposed to do. But you had to go to places that are not good to be mined for comedy to make that happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So that's my little speech on this, which is why, as a joke, theoretically, it has the construction that should work. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah but it's not. It's yeah. not a place you should go to. No, and they they get a lot out of Chris Elliott is this big a loser, and I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's still not enough to pave us off. No. It does not work. Uh, so the reveals that she was then enter Magda with this guy she slept with and she's eating a banana split yes. which we were told earlier Early in the around. film yeah. I don't know if anybody else noticed yeah. eating a banana yeah. split is what you do after you have sex yeah, yeah, yeah. oh I didn't cl- there we go yeah. she's, okay. she's eating a banana split I'm she like is. oh they just had sex yeah. uh, Pat suggests that Mary should just choose one of us uh, and stop teasing us all, which is, again, very toxic, but Pat is toxic. You know what I mean? He's not the hero yeah, of the piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In walks Brett Favre with Warren, and uh, Ted connects the dots. Now, this is an actual NFL quarterback. Which is my question. He is played he... for the Green Bay Packers. That's why they called him Pac-Man earlier in the film. Oh, okay. Because I did say to you, I think you've just explained it to me. They wanted on. to cast originally Drew Bledsoe because both brothers were fans of the New England Patriots, and Drew Bledsoe was the guy who was quarterback before Tom Brady. Oh. Uh, but he couldn't do it because of a mosh incident he had in the club. So they then offered the role to Steve Young, who she mentioned earlier. Yes. But he turned it down because of the film's coarse nature. <laughs> oh, don't blame him. Um, so... Brett in, Favre, um, in, in Ace Ventura, they use Dan Marino. Okay, so, yeah, must real, be a thing about having athletes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ted says he's no different than the rest of the guys. He says goodbye to Warren, and he picks up his headphones and says, see you later, and Warren doesn't react. And we're told he has to trust you in order for him to let you touch his yeah, ears. I noticed that, yeah. Ted goes outside, cries big, ugly tears as the band plays again, and the foley, like... The, the, the sound of him crying was obviously done in post because it didn't sync up with the way his face was reacting most of the time. so much better if he'd just walked off. It's supposed to be one more joke at his expense. He yeah. did the honorable thing. And credit, he's not what he really felt. He's like, it's the human moment, right? He hasn't learned. He's learned something, but not as much as he wants you to think he's learned. But it'd be nice to him to go, just go, I've, I've made my peace. Yep. But it's all about uh, Mary. The, the, so the montage is about letting Mary go. The song's about letting Mary go. But it's interrupted by Mary, who runs after Ted, but not romantic. He forgot his keys. And he goes to leave again. And then we hear. And the camera stays on him, which is great. And so we just hear. Did you mean what you said? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I just want you to be happy. And she goes, I'd be happiest with you. And he goes, you're fucking with me, right? And she goes, no, and they kiss, and there's a 360-degree pan, and the old guy who slept with Magda was only doing it to get to marry, we're told. He was the guy that she kept giving donuts to. Donuts to or burgers to by the dog, yeah. He then shoots the singer, which I I appreciated. The minstrel lands in the water, and that's the end of the movie. What happened to the other one? The other one just started just like dying. He runs away. He runs away. Doesn't he fall? He's like... No, they did too. You're thinking of something that happened in the the delivery scenes yeah afterwards yeah oh okay yeah. and then we get why do you build me up this was good so oh, as as they're shooting the movie they're yeah. thinking to get footage for the song at the end of the credits I, I like that's some foresight that is, including yeah. all the all the extras who were involved in the gay sex session yeah, the and the hitchhiker all these steps along the way everybody they get to do little bits for this which was yeah, great and I want some more of the films to do this. Some, well, this was a big thing in the nineties, yeah. And mm. some of the behind the scenes stuff, and we do see the bit where Chris Elliott returns the favor for his wife, where he's actually topless too, mm-hmm. as, as as he is out of the frame of the television. So that was a fun turnabout's fair play. 
That's another thing I miss about DVDs, actually, is you used to get all the special extras, yep. the extra features. Yeah. Little so bits where they mess around. Like yeah. where you would get on the DVD. And now you don't. No, no. Because a DVD there. was another form of revenue as well. Mm. So they'd go, if we, if we happen to, to, to watch in the theatre, how do we get the money twice? And that was a reason why a lot of films could get made, because you'd have your theatrical release money, and you'd have your DVD sales money. With alternative and if you could get if you could get both of those together, it yeah. gave you a better chance of breaking even. Now, if you don't do it, like The Flash, for instance, would have had a shot, but they're not getting nearly as much from the streaming services, especially because you know uh, HBO Max or now it's just called Max. I think yeah. uh, they're going to have the rights to streaming for the movie in the United States, so there's no actual money that's coming in directly oh, I think that, I think for licensing flash rights. In the pen. So. <laughs> One of my favorite like special features is the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 Blu-ray, where to justify why they have David Hasselhoff being maybe like 10 frames of the whole film, they wrote, recorded, and filmed a music video where he sang a completely new composed song, which is only in the credits of the film, but they do a full music video and it oh it it they they just use it to do the rest of the budget. It it's great. Cool. Consider these your special features, your extra Thanks sessions God. here. We're in the end game now. Yeah. Liam, we need a random word, buddy. Random word is pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Mm, I like pizza. He's a pizza delivery boy. He is a pizza delivery boy. Let's talk about the money, money, money. Let's try and rapid fire these if we can, guys, today. Uh, we've got a $23 million budget. Where do you think it lands? Megan. 74. Liam. 128. Georgia. 60. Ethan. 230? Yeah, Ethan's still low. Uh, 369.9, oh. oh, so 370, wow. basically. Well, wow. So, yeah, it does about 15 times its budget. Wow. Massive hit. Like, this film was huge. Surprised they didn't uh, jump on the bandwagon and was do this, a two. <laughs> Something about f- Mary 2. The first of those kind of late Closer to kind R-rated. Of kind of, yeah, the more rude <sighs> comedies. There's this, then American Pie makes a huge amount of money the next yeah. year. So, yeah, probably. That's what sets starting off the trend y- young men in their uh, teenagers and young men in their 20s mm. go get all the money yeah uh let's talk about uh the awards no oscars no apparently was nominated for for, for for two golden globes i didn't bother to look it up Golden oh. Globes. because you do get things that are for comedy only so it's a little bit of an easier thing to get involved in there uh, okay we're making this movie who would you cast as who georgia are you opposed to being in this movie if we cast us yes Okay, <laughs> Max. I, I can see where this is you going. You want me to marry? <laughs> you, you, I'm getting to be Mary this Not time. Magda, no, no, no. I thought you were going to tell me to be Magda. <laughs> I mean, she sat over cocktail most of the time, so you know, that's, uh, not, that's not too bad. You can be Mary. I can be Mary. Yeah, I'll be Mary. And when you're younger watching this, you're like watching it going, I want to be Mary. I want all the guys to fall in love with me, that sort of thing. Obviously, watching it again as an adult, yep. you've got a completely different Man, you, point of it. Like, her life is like just men who just like, she's got no genuine friends. She thinks she's genuine friends, yeah. but none of them are. You know, yeah. So on on the first watch through that, you her girly friends disappear halfway through the movie after their well, bad yeah. dating advice. Yeah, they do, don't they? Uh, Liam, I don't know anybody else thinks. I want to make Liam the private eye. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, that. <laughs> I, wanna, <laughs> I like Mac Dillon. I I, I want to make Ethan Woogie. <laughs> 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 I used to be a proper spotty teenager. George, how, how, how am I doing with that? Am I all right to do that? I guess. You're, you're, not, you're not in the movie, so I, I figure you got some sort of crew yet. spot. Oh, I don't know what to do for me, because I'm not stiller. 
Lee Evans. Are you the hitchhiker? Oh. The hitchhiker. <laughs> I think you're the psychiatrist that goes out to get a hot dog rather than listening to a Actually, patient. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. Um, I do play a lot of schleps. Schleps. Lovable, <laughs> yeah, lovable yeah, losers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the whole yeah. Amos Hart thing. Yeah. I had a guy, when we did Chicago, the director was like, you know, I want you to keep jumping in and stuff. I don't have any lines. He goes, I know. I just like the way you react to things. <laughs> there's a bit where like Billy Flynn's being like, and then we're going to have an auction where we're going to throw all of it in case she gets hanged. Oh, oh, oh. And it was like, oh, no. Oh, oh, jeez. Hi, hi. Underwear. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I just made like random utterances. But he was like, just keep doing it. Keep doing it. He's the guy. Just make it longer. Just, just give Ian more, more, more chances to sort of be that guy. Oh, funny. <laughs> so that's who I am. Um, you do that well. Who was I in the end? We decided that I was a psychiatrist. I like that. He's got snuck out for a sandwich. Yeah. Um, Muppet this movie. Oh, gee. Oh, she's got to be Miss Piggy, hasn't she? I guess. Hmm. Or is the she Muppet the only human? Gonzo's Wookiee. She the human? Is she the only human? Maybe. And then there's something extra about Mary because she's human. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! Scooter yeah, is it definitely really scary though when they're Muppets and Kermit. some of the horrible bits. Oh. The, mu- the Muppets. Kermit doesn't really have an ear for it to hang on to. The Muppets don't do this. Thank you. Scooter's Lee Evans. We Muppeted. I think we Muppeted uh, Carrie. I think if memory yeah. serves. Yeah, so. that's fine. Yeah. They can do oh, that. Geez. That's this is no. This is lowbrow. Pig no, blood. We, is, we 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 muppeted pig blood. That's funny. Pig this blood. is low brow like humor that does not deserve. The Piggy's role was just pig number four. No, no, no. You improve this because after every single joke, you have Sam the Eagle like trying to come on screen, say, "This isn't this isn't humor." That that that's your that's your workaround. You, Sam the Eagle hang on, gets pissed. Hang on, you literally hang on. have Statler from You have Statler and Waldorf, whose no, no, job no. is to criticize everything. Yeah, and you're but working. Sam the in, Eagle no, I'm still is talking. the PG I'm still man. Talking. I'm still talking, but you're coming in. You know, the guys are like, oh, they that could was be the minstrels actually. Who Statler and Waldorf? Yeah. You've got the electric, the electric mayhem. mayhem. Why are we yeah. going? <laughs> we already have characters who can do these things. <laughs> but no, because I'm saying because of the crudeness. Sam the Eagle would like bend his like his back out of shape because of how crude this is. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying on this hill, I, I, which isn't worth dying for. The first part's right. Sprocker could play the dog. There we go. <laughs> There's a couple dogs in this movie yeah. actually. Um. Did this film have a villain problem? Yeah, because they're all villains. Men. (laughs) They're all as bad as each other, aren't they? Yeah, just about. Uh, Who is the main villain? I think it's Pat. Pat. Yeah. Or Oogie is hiding. Woogie's hiding. There's too many. Woogie's the final villain. The final boss. What should this film have been called? Why did we make this film? There is nothing about (laughs) Mary. Okay, Megs. Let's just talk. <laughs> let's pretend that we were what that we made this film. We like this film. What, what, what Gone Girl, because she had to hide. Girl Next Door. Um, I don't hmm. know. I mean, I I think the title works quite well for it. Open window. Open window. Yes. Oh, brilliant. Open the window. oogie woogie man. Uh, the oogie woogie man. Um, whose story obsession. is it? Obsession. Oh, obsession. Yes. Like that. There you go. Whose story is this? Um, so it's down to two people, right? It's either more Ben's or Mary's. Sorry, it's um, Ted's or it's Mary's. Mary's, I think. Because we leave Ted for a while, don't we? Because we're with Pat, who follows Mary. But He's Ted, following we, her because he, Ted's paid him. He gets his his 
his hope realised through going back and getting with her, whereas she's... Ted changes. Yes. Does he change? Does he change? He's blind. He lets her go. Oh, I yeah, suppose he does. He lets then, go of the idea of her, and he makes it her choice to follow him. He's not hes not begging her anymore. He's he like, you deserve to make the choice. He's not he as even, bad as the other guy. He even so. gets Brett Favre, and it's like, come on down. He finds out the truth and says, down, you've been screwed. Right. Here's that the chance for real. That was a good real. thing for him to do. No, I, I, think, I think he's changed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. We'll, well we have story. to be on his side, don't we? We, we, we're aligned to him, but he does he does do that. Here's the guy who you yeah, shouldn't have broken yeah, up with. He's yeah, back. Yeah. I wish if I'm Brett Favre from one, what the hell? You, you broke up with me see? once, and it broke me a second time. Yeah. Yep. He looked very uncomfortable holding Cameron Diaz. He was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked very uncomfortable. I think you could have stopped there. He yeah. didn't look that comfortable at any point in the movie. No, he didn't. I did this research. I'm like, oh, he missed for a much bigger part than I remember. Nope. He's more comfortable holding a ball. Yes, he is. <laughs> um the beans, mm. not the Frank. Um, what's the story here? <laughs> um, everyone's obsessed. Leave with everything alone. Women are people. Don't be deceptive. It will get you nowhere. Am I going too far with that? But let's the idea of he stops. He has this idea of who she is. The second he, she's not a prize. On. Huh? Sorry, Liam, what was that? It's 13 years on. Oh, it Why is, but he, he still thinks of her as, as an idea. Yeah, but she's the, the, the perfect girl, right? 13 years. That, the one that got away is we can, always we, a big We, we can say that number at different pitches and speeds and things like that. <laughs> I don't know if it changes the argument, Eddie. 13 yeah, years. Yeah, but I was in love with a girl in high school. But do you know what I mean? That I'm soon went. He just thought, oh, it'd been, you know, oh, I thought about it. I bought a hat that I had 25 years ago because I love that hat. <laughs> doesn't fit on my giant head anymore. <laughs> Imagine, right? yourself say say you're you're mary right and some dude who you had one date with or say some girl in your case would come mm-hmm. come to you 13 years later and go oh i never stopped thinking about you what, what, that's what he you, says when they break how up how would you have how would you react to that <sighs> thank you it depends on what the context of the rest of the relationship is yeah of course if of that's course. what they lead with it's a bit scary it is if it's the idea of why did you bother to look me up Especially in a pre-Facebook age. Because all he's doing is trying to find out, is she married with kids? Pretty, that, right? Exactly. He's not... Today, I would put the scroll and go... Actually... Any really profile pictures with her. kids? Are they hers? Is she married? Okay, good. I'm going to give her a shout. That's that's all he's hired the private eye to do, yeah. is to whittle it down to that level. Mm. And she did seem to like him before. Obviously, when they had the... She said he was the really sweetest bad, guy. That really bad date when all the yeah. bad stuff happened at her house. You know how she loves braces. Yep. Which only gets mentioned the one time with the girls. Uh, not, he stood up for my brother and I thought it was the bravest thing he could do. You'd have thought. Jeez, he's got braces. <laughs> Musical inspiration, a song that should have been on the soundtrack. I will lead with Sting and the Police. Every breath you take, I'll be watching you. <laughs> and Message in a Bottle. <laughs> message in a Bottle. Anything by Bananarama after anyone who sucks? Bananarama. <laughs> hmm... Girls on film for when he's taking her out. Girls on film. Girls on film. Girls on film. Drive me crazy. Anything else? Um, no. Proud Mary, she's here. Oh, good song. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
Is it Not mysteri- the sea mysterious girl? <laughs> Whoa, mysterious girl. Apologies to our American and Canadian listeners. That this is a uh, second straight month. Our uh, listenership was primarily British. Really? Yeah. Wow. There we go. Not that the Americans listen to us less, just that uh, yeah, yeah, the Brits are listening to us more. Canada, again, like fourth place behind Australia. Thank Hello. you, Australia, for all the listeners that we got. Yeah, and I? South Carolina in the U.S. God bless you. Oh, wow. Oh, right. BFE capital of the world, Woo! South Carolina. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Take that. Is that who Peter Andre is from? No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and hit the Georgia and Megs. I give you a roll of women. What are you giving back? <sighs> The thing is with this film is that there's this woman who these men are idolizing because they she is the perfect woman, but she is the idea of a perfect woman, not an actual... They don't... Not at any point, maybe that last bit, right at the very, very end, is she ever considered to be an actual human being with feelings and opinions. She is just... A prize the, to be one. Yeah. She really, really is. And it's... She's so one-dimensional she is just what what does what do these two brothers that are making a film think a woman should look like be like sound like talk like eat like all these other things with no actual like agency at all it is so bad trying to think of some positives (laughs) (laughs) i like how caring she is of her brother she's always you know standing up for him she likes Ted because he's the one guy, actually, I think, that actually shows compassion to her brother. Um, whereas all the other guys are probably not so thoughtful. You're about to say something. I am, and it's a really rough comparison to make. <laughs> but does she use her brother for the same test that Magda uses her dog? Mm, maybe. Mm, I don't know. Her brother's mentioned a lot. He doesn't remember anybody's name. Oh, he let him touch his ears. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it her version of if a dog likes you, yeah. you're okay? Yeah. But he he generally just does not like... I'm trying to fight against you here. He, he generally does not like anyone touching his ears. Um, but you're but, not going to say... The dog doesn't like men. Oh, he'll, you know, if, if he like Because he, even if she got with someone who was really lovely... Um, Warren just might never want them to touch his ears anyway. So yeah. how is that going to be a comparison in in that sort of respect? I was just throwing it out there. Wasn't yeah, I know, I know. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, she's she doesn't like go out of her way to draw attention to herself. I don't feel apart from standing in front of her windows. Um, <laughs> the one bit that I she was wearing this one button up shirt this one time where I was like, <laughs> See, I didn't unless the camera's that. in that one spot, you're seeing everything. Yeah. Um, the only bit I, di- I really didn't like... Must have been um, the cinematography that drew my eyes there. At the know. end, <laughs> when they're all in the house, and which one is it? Is it Woogie calls her a cock tease? Yes. I was thinking, yeah. actually, no, now, what has she done? I don't she think she has no. done anything. No, you're right, but to be this a, is... To, you know, what you'd call that. This is where I'll go, Woogie is supposed that was a to be... I a step overboard. Woogie's the villain, but I do yeah. think there's a limit to how much you can... Even through a villain, there's a limit to what you can say. And it... Not everybody's walking out with the discernment to go, yeah, but Woogie's the villain. That's why that, he says that. Is that is why this is a dangerously close to being the wrong side of being a... Like a... Yep. A film I already said. Insight. I already said the one thing about Woogie yeah. that I wasn't a fan of. I'll give... Th- 
I'll give that, but man, it's tough. Because it's always the case, though, because then we, you can't have racist characters. You can't have sexist characters. You can't, but these people do exist. And therefore, we need to live in a world where these characters do exist because that's part of the world we live in. No, of course. But there is, a, I think, when you're making films, you should be aware of the fact that if you're yeah. going to make a villainous character who is has these tendencies, oh, the you Farrelly should brothers, make them big enough in those tendencies that it is obvious yep. they're a villain. The Farrelly brothers are not doing this well. No. No, not at all. But going back to Mary, I actually think that, you know, she's set up to be the perfect girl with how nice she is to every... You see her go on a journey. It'd be nice to see more of her flaws, actually. You don't see many flaws. You see see her go around putting things for other people, giving an apple, giving burgers, giving time, giving this. She's just like, when does she work? I (laughs) I think to Meg's point, actually, about flaws is because she's so perfect, we're not actually representing women because this is an unachievable standard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's one-dimensional. Say it's like weird science. Man's dream. But, 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 but there's no way, actually. So a good role of women, she 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 would have a flaw. Yeah. Even though they, oh, you get one guy's too quickly. Remember Brett? No, we only found out that Tucker lies to her about the brother who she's so eternally devoted to. Yeah. She has zero flaws. Yep. And even this when there's someone who does needs. have flaws, Ben Stiller, what does she do? She forgives him. Yeah. No, no it's perfect. important that he can't pass to her. She needs something, and mm-hmm. she is a she is just an idea until the very very end. I think I'm in agreement with with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Oogies, Yogi's, whatever wife. I, I wish he didn't boss her around as much, but yeah. I thought that was a fun relationship. She was a lovely lady. Don't see enough of her though. And Magda's just a punchline. I didn't clock on when I. I'm trying to imagine myself how many years ago it was watching the first time. I don't think I clocked on that he was. The woogie that had been obsessed with her. Oh, yeah. At what point did you guys fully clock on it? I wasn't asking that, and I'm not sure I got around to it. Probably when it when was actually she... said, because I wasn't. Oh, so when they actually reveal, and there he yeah, is. I yeah, was... but you checked out I very checked early. Out, yeah. Ethan? When she went, you're not. The restraining order says you're not supposed wow. to be. And I went, oh. A lot of this film is just going, what? 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 You can't. It's what? hard because I knew this part, but I think the bit where he sees her and then he walks away. You got to go. Why do you do that? I, I didn't. Think. I didn't. I didn't clock for a set because in my in my mind again. Because I, 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 I th- the, theoretically, they don't know each other. Yeah, I didn't. Put as far as we together. know, they don't know. So why is he turning I, around? That did strike me as odd, but I didn't. I, thought I it was didn't odd, put it. But I didn't put two yeah. two. I'm just going to keep going through because we're we, we still got to hit the second one tonight. So favorite character. Let's go around the table quickly. Try and limit it to one, Liam. Uh, Megs. Um. Oh, favorite character. Um, I don't know if I can have a favourite character. Um, I'll go for Magda because she likes cocktails. All right, <laughs> Liam. Uh, Warren. Warren. Oh, I forgot about Warren. Yeah, because he's not really great out performance. To hurt. He's not out to hurt anybody. Great performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very yeah, great performance. Great performance. That's tricky because if I try and compare him, the end of the year because <laughs> George and I had a conversation and like end of year lists came up. <laughs> you can imagine if it was the positive or negative one. And also, you got to remember, when she's in that um, queue giving out stuff for the other people, mm-hmm. I think there are other people that are genuinely... Oh, I think they are genuinely um, have a disability. Yes. yes, where he's not. And he does that, he handles that very, very well. Agreed. Georgia? Yeah, same reason. Warren? Great, yeah. Liam? Uh, Liam? Ethan? Uh, Warren, he, he's my moral compass for this film. And every time he's on screen, I have a good time. And whenever he's off screen, much like Pucci, I'm asking, where's Warren? Um, I agree with you guys on Warren. I'm going to give it, so I'm going to sh- shine some love somewhere else. Uh, I'm going to give mine to, I'm going to give it to Ben Stiller. 
a guy who made a career thanks to this movie and in his the faults that are there i think are there because of the directors and the writers not because of ben stiller himself i do find that i found him to be a likable underdog who i wanted to root for and i wanted to see him end up with the girl in the end so i'm gonna go ahead uh yeah uh best moment best element megs i like the bit at the end where they have the song uh build me up buttercup of all the little so the stuff after the movie's yeah. over the extra I, i'm pretty sure again i've got to think of when i first saw it because th- this doesn't work the second time i i think i did enjoy some of the twists and the because i wasn't expecting some of them in, when i first watched it with that who people being who they're not going to be and all of that sort of stuff Liam. I too like the end song, Build Me a Buttercup. Um, that's one of the highlights for me. Because you think, when you look back and you go, actually, they had the foresight to do this. They mm-hmm. Every scene they did, they go, right, now can we do this song? <laughs> and then cut it and splice it to make it what it is at the end. Um, other than that, I did like the bit with the, the dog doing the, the, the move to stop the, dog. the cry dog. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> I mean, I usually make the joke when I don't like a film that my favourite bit is the credits, but um, no, I, there were a couple of times where they set up jokes early on and then pay them off. Not the gay one, because that's just stupid and unneeded, but like the banana split one. The visual gags that are very, very small that they actually had some foresight to put in. The banana one's good. The gay one, I don't think it's harmful. I mean, I would have anybody's thought process on this. So it's so ridiculous, you know, rest stops are just, and then what do they have? The biggest orgy going. (laughs) And it's so ridiculous, I think I give it a pass. But a lot of this film is ridiculous. Oh, I know, I know. It's kind of in the theme of the, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll pass it. Ethan. Um, I find the mistaken thing in the, the, um, the, the jail really funny that I, I, I always, I love the comedy when they can do that well, and it's very hard. But I had, I had a good chuckle at, uh, um, you know, uh, how many times you done this? Oh, maybe 25, 50 times. Who, and keep, just who beat, keeps count? He, yeah, he just, <laughs> he, just beat, he just he beats the shit out of it. And went, Props, That's great. That it's vi- great. That violent cop makes that scene twice what it would be. So yeah. He's 100% in on this. Yeah, he is. Because they play, everyone's playing it so straight. And I love it. I'm going to go for the entirety of Prom Night. I guess highlighting itself. It's so absurd that it can't Highlighting itself with Franken-Beans. Because yeah. you hated it. I actually quite liked everybody coming in and that whole, yeah. how ridiculous yeah, can this get? The entirety oh. of the prologue made me believe that these two were on the right path and had it not been for circumstance and fate, they might which you need for the rest of the movie because she needs to be believable that he'd remember her 13 years later. I think he does. Keith yeah. David makes that scene as well. Keith David's great in that. Yeah, yeah. it's a yeah, great, it's so a great little right. supporting role. It really is. I, w- I wish he was. He came back at the end, but like, no. You know. This is about who you are as adults, not who, yeah. not, not. No, I'm glad. I, I would disagree with that, but that's okay. I just like Keith David. Um, let's do uh, a grumble. A grumble. Uh, George will give you a chance to see if you can come up with one. Uh, Megs, go ahead. Um, just the pervy bits, I guess. We're a little bit of a grumble and say when woogie calls her a cock tease at the end so i was like actually what has she done to warrant that she i don't think she's led any of them on i know she was dating um oh i've forgotten his name is it pat is it healy she was dating him for a bit but obviously that we never saw that got get very serious anyway so yeah, yeah 
bit too much with the perviness. As Meg's doing her speech, sorry, everybody's, everybody's looking for my phone. I'm going to go have a quick look for it so I can do. I the, was wondering what you were doing. The other stuff. Like, Something's going on. Um, Liam, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, your grumble and then just move on to the next person as need be. Okay. So my grumble is this is not my humor at all. Um, I find it very vulgar. And vulgar doesn't mean funny. Uh, gross and disgusting doesn't mean funny. Um, overacting stuff doesn't mean funny. Um, as you can tell, I really love this film. Um, this is, there's a reason why I only watched this once, and I think that was why. I totally forgot about this film, really. Um, there's the obvious bits that I remember. Um, I just don't, like... Like I say, like, the whole zipper bit and the whole um, fishing line bit in his, uh, it's just gross. I don't find shit like that funny. So that's my grumble. <laughs> and I think, I think also they, they rung out and dripped out every single bit of funny they thought was funny and they didn't need to. Georgia. Uh, yeah, I think we've, uh, we've watched these sorts of films before and it's how you were able to yes, last week just kind of go, yeah, no, Georgia's going to hate this. It's not my type of film. I don't like it. It's not my humour. I also don't think it's written that well. Neither. Um, I think there are the pacings off. I think it's weird. I think the fact that all these men are obsessed with Mary is just a strange premise in the in the first point. Um, but yeah, it just goes to places that I don't find funny and not only does it not go places i don't find funny because some of these things i can accept i can see why other people do find them funny but like the the they it went to one or two wells as well that it should not be touched for those reasons so but yeah all right Ethan. um i i already mentioned i didn't really like the the comment she makes about uh, oh i'm just fucking with you about being by that that that's whatever um it, this is structured like a special like three-part sitcom episode if that makes sense because we have a very strange like subversion granted i loved the scene and it was my best element but it literally is like we're gonna take a moment to have the episode of our sitcom where the main character meets a hitchhiker and what shenanigans are they gonna get to before they get to the second part like it is very much like how many sketches can we sort of get through to to get to wherever um, I made the, the comment earlier, it's like a, like an overlong family guy, uh, gag at points, like with, with the dog and, um, the, with the, the other one, like when he's getting the binoculars, but like it's, it's that nineties kind of humor and it really just depends on how, how much you can take in a comedy film, I guess. Um, movie's too long by 10 minutes. That's for one. It takes too long for Mary and, um. Uh... Mary and Ted to, to meet back up uh, because they have a whole, whole bunch of things that need to occur before them. But my big thing with this is just some things that you, a, you couldn't do this film now. You, you just couldn't no. because the obsessive nature of men could not be played as a joke today. Not that I means I'm necessarily by that merit alone thinking you can't that, that, that we shouldn't watch this because you could oh, make, no, you couldn't make the office today. And I love the office, yeah, yeah. but um there's that, but then it, it goes it goes to some places. Like it goes to the bit where he chases her around, and I'm like, that you can't mind that for a joke. No. You cannot. So there's bits which feel a bit tone deaf if you look back, and I'm not Even sure they were funny then. then. Yeah. They're definitely not now. I think there's a reason why you don't hear people talk about this one so much anymore. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Um, there's not anything. Some there's not nothing about Mary anymore. No. <laughs> Anybody's best role ever? 
Uh, Ooh, Cameron Diaz. Nah. Really? What's she better? I thought she was all right in this. What's she better? No, she's fine this. Yeah. Which is about as high praise I'm going to give Cameron Diaz at any point. (laughs) She's fine. She's fine in this. She borders on... She's likable. Yeah, she is. She's likable. She is likable, but I quite like her in... um, and I don't overly like her, but I like her in um, The Holiday, is it? Oh, I flippin' hate her in The Holiday. Oh, I like The Holiday. I didn't say I didn't like the movie. Oh, I okay. hate her in it. Okay. I love Kate Winslet. I love Jack Black. The old guy's endearing. Jude Law is charming. I, she sucks. I like Jack Black, yeah, but I don't like him in that. That's weird. Oh, it's interesting, yeah. yeah. The, the pairing with her and Jude Law, I never Still, vibe with. Stiller's been better. Neither Dylan's been better. Yeah. Chris oh. Elliott's been better. Yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> Still is you know, I, I I know people hate Secret Life of Walter Mitty. He's good in that. Even for comedies, he's better in Zoolander. He's better in Mystery Men. Oh, well, Mystery Men surprisingly underrated. Yeah, he's not seen it. Not seen it. Oh, it's good. Is that, is that that's the, 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 the superhero one, right? They're like they're like it'd be really great in the wake of of superheroes. On that note, listen to our Media Madness on Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe coming up. Um, but no, like in, in a day like today where we're all like so superhero driven, the Mystery Men would be like actually. It's kind a of like really why great, people love the boys. The problem is, the problem is you got Pee Wee Herman in it, and Pee Wee Herman had just come back from indecent exposure, and I think he relapsed, did some more indecent exposure, or something like that. So there, uh, um, yeah, because he was a huge deal in America, wasn't he? He was back a huge deal. I remember Pee Wee's playoff. My mom, mom thought he was icky. So him, him, him and Tom very, Hanks. I found him very strange as a kid. He scared the shit out of me. It's just this weird. In a, it's very Tim Burton, which surprises yeah. no one. Yeah. yeah. Um. There we are. Um, I guess we're time for. I never want to hack my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? Age game, age game. Let's all play the age game. I know how far apart everybody is, so I need to sit this one out. Ooh, oh, okay. okay. So, first we have Ben Stiller. Megan! Um, 26. Liam. 32. Georgia. 30. Liam is correct. He's 32. I was going to say 32. Oh, wow. And then I backed down because Liam said it. <laughs> so pretty much play in the age you should be. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up. Uh, Cameron Diaz. Liam. 26. Georgia. 27. Megan. 25. That is Megan's point. He, she is 25. Ooh. Ooh, I knew I was close. Next up. Uh, then I'm just going to rush through the next few. So we have Lee Evans. Georgia. Which one was he, sorry? He's the guy with the crutches. Um, 30. Thanks. 31. Liam. 32. <laughs> he is 33. Oh! <laughs> sorry, uh, point. Then we have Matt Dillon. Megs. Um, 36. Liam. Yeah, he's older. 30. George is the private investigator. I don't think he looked that old, 33. He's 33. Hey. Well done, you. And then finally, we have Chris Elliott. Oh, dreadful man. Woogie. Scab man. Liam. Oh. I'm a scab man. 34. Georgia. Sorry, I'm laughing at my own joke. 35. 36. He is 37. So we have a tie between uh, Liam and Megan, and I did do Lynn Shea, who is Magda, just in case we get a tiebreaker. Just the two of you. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, 67. 
69. You're both high. I bet you she's lower than that. Oh, do you think? I predict 64. That, sorry, my internet dropped for a second. Uh, you're both way high. Yeah. She's 54. Oh, yeah. So that oh. goes to Liam. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. Thank you very much. Uh, let's talk about the critics. The critics. 7.1 on IMDb. 84% on Rotten really? Tomatoes. Almost Jeez. qualifies of its own merit. Wow. Uh, let's go ahead with the good, the bad, and the Ebes. Georgia. Uh, we've got Kenneth Turin from Los Angeles Times who says, a giddy symphony of rude and raucous low humor. That was a good review. Okay. Um, then we have got uh, Peter Brunette from Film.com because there wasn't actually many of that rotten ones on here, annoyingly. Um, he just says, this reprehensible and deeply unfunny film is obviously critic proof. Feeling how I felt when trying to find a bad review. Yep. And then uh, finally, we have got our good friend Roger Ebert. He says, What a blessed relief is laughter. Gave it three out of four. Yeah, he did. So there we are. Um, I didn't see that, so it was good to know. Uh, I did uh, put out a fleece as I'm known to do. Wow. Is this a great film, good film, okay film, or poor film? Great film, 27%. Good film, 33%. Okay film, 24%. Poor film, 16%. So although most people said good or great was 60%, still a fairly even distribution the whole way down. So this seems to be a wide variety. I might guess it's how old were you when you first saw it or when did you first see it at the very least. So uh, with that in mind, uh, what did our friends of the podcast have to say about this one, Georgia? Uh, just one from Julene. Wow, all the power with Julene today. Ooh. Yeah, she says, I know Ian probably is going to rank this lower just because of the strength of Cameron Diaz's acting. I don't blame him. Uh, this comedy is one of the first that had me laughing so hard. I had tears in my eyes. I was dying. It wasn't just because of Cameron Diaz's performance. This movement movie is quotable funny and hilarious the men in this movie make it funny because of hives and hair gel uh i was laughing through most of the movie now the negatives it's a satirization of how creepy men can be i don't like the last creepy dude that the last creepy dude got the date not even because the movie wants us to like him but because his married brother likes him um, when I first watched this, I thought she would find out what a creep of Ben Stiller's character is and never speak to him again. Then Mary's character is portrayed as clueless, innocent woman. Like, be for real, uh, in 2020 alone, 81,000 women were killed and 47,000 were killed by the men they were in a relationship with. And not once did the character Mary have a clue or an inclination that these men were walking red flags. I agree there's something about Cameron Diaz with Mary. It's her acting. Okay, well said. That's well written. Um... Yeah, we've 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 some harrowing statistics in there. Thank you, Julian. Um, let's go ahead and look at what the fledgling fandom had to say. Uh, if I can get my uh, Twitter, I don't want to keep trying to open Facebook. Twitter. Um, Pete from Middle Class Film Class says, "Absolutely hilarious. Very rich characters. My favorite Matt Dillon performance. Favorite Brett Favre performance too." Brett Favre once beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, so uh, yeah, I prefer this to that. Um, <laughs> Josh, my next favorite movie, says, ha, ha, oh, that was about the football. It was fine. I do say Brett Favre's name the way he says it in here, though. Yeah, because it's pronounced Favre, but it's spelled F-A-V-R-E. Favre. Favre. So it looks like you should be split the V and the R around for Favre. It's one of those stupid names. You're like, that makes no sense. Although this is a region of the world where N-I-A-M-H is Neve. Neve. Yeah. Yeah, that makes any sense to me. So we go. Uh, Stu from Stu World Order says, not nearly as funny as it thinks it is. 
It's that style of gross-out, low-hanging fruit comedy, but really isn't for me. And I thought, not nearly as funny as it thinks it is, probably encapsulates this film pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So it gives a damn, says, I've only seen it once, but enjoyed it when I did. I know this is a boring reply, but I've been out of practice. I've missed you guys. Been stupid busy with things, uh, much less fun than your show. Thanks, Fred. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Carlo <laughs> from the Movie Loot says, I'm torn between good and great. I think it's up there. Saw it in cinemas, and it still remains one of my favorite theater experiences. Certainly one of the hardest th- times I've laughed. Ben Stiller and Cameron Diaz have great chemistry, and Matt Dillon is excellent. Hmm, excellent, you say. Shy Burger Freund says, it's fine. I really <laughs> did not understand the hoopla around it when it came out. Cameron Diaz was good in it. The rest was between embarrassing and meh. And finally, Dr. Diablo from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, I believe, said, loved it when it came out. Not sure if I'd like it as much now. Interesting play as we're about to segue into what we thought. Uh, if you like this film or episode, what's something else we've done that's a bit raunchy comedy? Anything? I'm trying to think about Georgia the Light. Transpotting is not really a raunchy comedy. No. <laughs> I was going to say to the Bridget, does Bridget Jones count? No. Says, Bridget, no. Bridget Jones is 100% bad. about a female yeah, audience. This yeah, is not. I know. Right. Just like you don't know. You asked a question. <laughs> <laughs> that means you don't know. Um, where are we at? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if we had anything like this. No. The sort of films that follow this ilk is like Shallow Hell and stuff like that. Yeah, none of them are going to make this podcast. No. One day we'll do 40-Year-Old Virgin, and that'll be an interesting choice. Wedding Crashes is a bit more palatable yeah, yeah, than yeah. this. I like Wedding Crashes. Wedding Crashes is like that sort of humor done to a bit softer of, of an edge. Down a, yeah, dialed yeah. down a bit. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead then and say it's time for our ratings. Our ratings. Meg, you tried to bring this to the table once before. Uh, what's your rating on this? Um, I remember. Well, that was kind of as an anti-Valentine yeah. thing. Cause it's not very Valentine-y. Um, I remember when I first... Obviously, this was probably early 2000s by the time i probably watched it um i remember really enjoying it but obviously being a lot younger obviously of the time um i had a great laugh when i was watching it the first time um obviously watching it again it's a lot more cringy um a lot more creepy um but i sort of still have that memory of the first watch where i really enjoyed it and i found it very very funny so i'm kind of split between both of those feelings um i think so i'll give it a six six all right liam i didn't like this film when it first came out i still don't like this film i probably will never ever watch this again this is not my humor my humor is not vulgar and disgusting gruesome there's a film out there called cuties man that still gives me nightmares um so with that I'm debating with two numbers here, and this is probably the lowest I've ever given on a on a film. Wow! Uh, I'm gonna go with four pizza boxes that never got delivered by Norm. Norm. Wow! Out of ten. Wow! I do not like this film. I suppose not. <laughs> I'm gonna sort of Ethan. Um. <sighs> I'm so middle on this film because there are things where I go, okay, that's that's funny, and then I go, this is a strange film for this to to have happened because my my reaction to a lot of the film was me going, what? No, that's mad, that's mental because of the twists, but that doesn't necessarily make it good. That's just me going, that's so so strange. 
Um, because the way this is structured, it's almost it reminds me this you're gonna hate this, like Twelfth Night, in the sense of all these weird pieces I eyes his his face is his face <laughs> dropped there. I'm sorry, Ian. But in this sort of sense of you have all these pieces coming together and only in the last like, I don't know, fifteen minutes, everything kinda the the everything drops into place you go okay this 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 guy's doing this this guy's doing that in film here but it's just it's not great it's just it's fine which is like it's worst crime is it's just fine so for that i'm going five and a half uh hair gels out of ten <laughs> you know what? It's not too often I say this, but Ethan's actually quite right there. Yeah, I, I get, I get what he's saying. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I am going to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the rest of he's 100% wrong about. Just because a bunch of characters come together in the third act, uh, what they were going for, they said, was like a whodunit from like a clue. Oh, you get everybody yeah. in the room and you say, a donut hole inside of a donut hole. Sometimes they're going for, they're going for a whodunit. No, I'm, I was like, where are you going? And he said that last bit. Like, okay. He sort of rescued it there. Um, yeah, I suppose. Uh, moving on to, I mean, Georgia, I thought you'd be the lowest on this. I'm, I'm not sure. Let's find out. Um, I don't like it. I don't think it's good. I don't really have much else to say. I'm going to give it three and a half chopped up bodies wow. out of ten. <laughs> I generally thought I was going to be the lowest. I, to- I, toyed between- I wasn't sure. I toyed between three and four. Oh, really? Wow. But I thought, you know, um, the bit at the end with the build me a buttercup was brilliant. I thought that was quite It's fun. hard. Is that part of the film? You know, yeah, exactly. It's part of a theatre going experience, but it's separate from the narrative. Yeah. Uh, I was not expecting to be this side of the equation on this one. Um, it's a movie that's aged badly. Um, oh, I think it takes two tropes and it puts them together. And I think there's promise in that. It takes the idea of, and we still play this off, the lovable nerd and the hot girl, and could she ever fall for him? So you mm-hmm. take that, and then you put it also within the one that got away. And somehow she's both at the same time. And that provides a really interesting sort of story and a sort of framework. And we have to live in this sur- surreal kind of late 90s world where this obsession is just she's that magnetic of, of, of a personality. And I got to remind myself, this isn't the real world. It's a movie. And I'm not someone who gets, if you need a movie to tell you how to act in the in real life, then you need to spend some time reading books and, involve, and watching the news and not watching movies, because that's not where you find a comedy by the Farrelly Brothers is not where you should get your life lessons. No. That being said, there's some things that are so egregious. I go, but that's not funny. And you need to make sure that you're still a member of our society and go, that's not funny. Women being trapped in a home with, with a man who's trying to attack him is not, it's not humor. So I'm 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 stuck here, but that's one joke or one setup in in a movie that went almost two hours. So um and it's got a romantic comedy, typical tropes by the end, and she chooses him and a fake me out, and I go home happy. So I'm the highest of the bunch. I am I am. I'm gonna give this six and a half clearly explicit Pepsi product placements <laughs> out of 10. Um, yeah, uh, it's weird. I have six and a half always. I don't react based on what, on what you guys do. But I was sitting there going, as we went by and by, 
And when we got to Ethan and went five, all in, oh shoot, I'm I'm the high water mark. I thought after I thought Megsby right there with me, but yeah, I was surprised by that. I think I gave it an extra point for remembering enjoying it more the first time. Did you? Yeah, on the second watch. Like the jokes make well, sense from a construct point. I was it just loses on my own as well, rationale. So maybe it's the sort of film that. Well, I think I was probably having a. I think I was watching. Remember, Do you think if we all watched it together, together, we'd have been crying like we did in Armageddon? Mm, I don't no. think we'd be crying. No. Probably not. Possibly cringe. I don't know. Um, uh, it's the, it was a, probably one of the first times I'd seen those sorts of um, those sort of ruder jokes, especially the visual element of them as well. So yeah. back in the day. That would have been like, oh my goodness, I can't yeah. believe they did that. Oh, that's so funny because I can't believe that's been shown. Whereas now you're like... Mm. It's yeah. not really about the rudeness of it. It's the absurdness. For you. And the over yeah. over too much vulgarness of showing things. <sighs> like so you're someone who, uh, for me, 100% honest, you're someone I did not attribute as vulgarity being your problem in previous films. It's the it's not it's not the 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 nudity of vulgarness. It's the like the bit that got me the most in this film that mm-hmm. I really squirmed at was the fish hook in the mouth. Oh, I thought that was completely unnecessary. I groaned. Do you know what I mean, I, I audibly groaned when that happened. I just went, oh, I felt sick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, not everything has to go against this it guy. Doesn't it, have it, to it was be it was, always... it was it was too much. It was like it was like a very long Saturday Night Live sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just drawn out all the time. Uh, Georgia, where did our Patreon score go? Where did Julian give this? Uh, so you aren't the high watermark. Julene is. I knew she would be, but I meant of, of those of us. Yeah, yeah no, at, at eight. Okay, I had her at nine. Wow. So there we go, eight. I'm not surprised by that. So this will be interesting. It'll be in the running with Train Spotting and Scrooged wow. in, our, in our wall of shame. I forgot how negatively we react, re-reacted to Scrooged. Uh, we did, and the Patreon just destroyed it. Like, we were already kind of negative, but the Patreon we like, took it to a whole I think we were like six, I think, and yeah. that it just dive all right i'm gonna go ahead and get us out of here uh, as always we want to thank our patreon backers julian hermes james de guzman lena oberholzer Anthony and davies chris peterson randall silva dwayne smith Dwayne Smith, the yeetmeister reverend bruce nate the great andy dixon holly callan cheesy with a fish on a bike richard ryan kukets and canadian chris dykstra if you're interested on how you can get involved with what we do on the patreon side of things help support the pod that's patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. You can communicate with the pod by going on Twitter for as long as it exists. Yeah. And we are at best film ever pod. Best film ever is by some guy who tweeted three things and then let it die. Yes. If they would fix, I would pay money to get best film ever. Oh. If they could say, you know, they for, did say for 50 pounds, we will like pay and you can get the, the uh, dormant. Yeah, I'll pay 50 pounds tomorrow. How can we do that? Though? How I can know, we get in contact with them? I've tried to. It doesn't work. Uh, I know that they were saying that dormant account that have been dormant for a long time that like they might give up the ads again. But I think then people had a pushback of like leg- like dead people, and I'm sure there's some kind of clause because there's an account that has the exact username I've wanted for a while, and he hasn't posted since 2013. Hmm. All right, so let's go ahead and we'll uh, we'll put a bow on this one as soon as we mention what we're doing next week. And next week, when some of you can't make it, we are having a BFF the BFE episode, Ooh. and I've, we're being joined once again by uh, James DeGuzman. Oh, cool! Ooh, Canada Zone, Canada, and we are asking the question: 
well, I did warn him. When he told me the movie, I said, fair warning. I'm not going to tell him which one of us. I said, I know one of us hates this movie. <laughs> Next week, we're going to directors who I find to be uh, very divisive, actually. But the good stuff far outweighs the bad stuff. We're going from one set of brothers to another. From the Farrelly's, we're going to the Cohen brothers. Oh, and we're going to be looking at Hail Caesar. <laughs> yes! Hail Caesar is the film being chosen I, next week. So we will. Uh, I think I might not be here. We will, we will unpack <laughs> all that. I'm going to be very. I'm still trying to be really good and not, not reveal which person likes it, which person doesn't like it. Um, but that is the story next week. A filmmaker that's made about filmmaking. Those are always kind of tricky. We'll see how those play out. So please join us next week when we're joined by James de Guzman. We unveil the BFE questionnaire round two. Ooh. A new set of questions as we go through Hail Caesar, starring George Clooney, Jonah Hill, Scarlett Johansson, tons of people. Tons of people. The film that used this to cast the Han Solo. Channing Tatum, all that stuff. So please join us next week when we do Hail Caesar. For best film ever, I've been Liam. I've been Ethan. I've been Megan. And I've been Georgia. And it's funny. In a film that talks so much about meat on a stick. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. Go oh, my God. Oh, my no, God. Don't, don't. I figured it out. Don't do it. I beg you. I beg you. Like I said, sometimes the jokes have to happen organically, but you don't want the jokes to be about how they happen organically. We'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flop. Welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that can tell if it's the Frank or the Beans. It's best film ever. My <laughs> name's Ian. And I'm Lim. I'm Ethan. Sorry, I forgot, didn't know if it was going to be Megan or me, and then I remembered. Sorry, I went I'm for Ethan. a point. Usually there's a yeah. point. Oh. <laughs> to be fair. We could ask before we start. We, yeah, to be fair, that does. I know, I do so little. No, if no, someone no, else no, can no, think. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't have. I, I didn't know Ethan or, or Megan. No, so, in, you, in my view, I thought I'd been Megan. My fault. I should have asked. But, but you're not Ethan. No, I'm, I'm not. not, Ethan. I'm not if I was <laughs> Ethan, I'd be going. I could ask if I'm three or four. Ah, <laughs> 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 right, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Franks and beans. Sorry.